Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to the morning after show in the afternoon. No, this is like a this is like a, a, a special. This is a post conference special, and so, uh, I usually go uh, live with Ryan in the morning and um, Larry in the afternoon on Mondays. But we're gonna make this like a two hour special. Me and Ryan for an hour, and then don't go anywhere. Larry will come on, and it'll be me and him for the second hour. That way, you don't have to like click and leave things. I just thought that might be easier. Yeah. So how you doing, man? I'm good, man. Can I say something about Larry? I want to say something about Larry. I I really like Larry, man. He's a good guy. And just because we disagree on the trade, trade land stuff, like I, it's really hard for me to see all these people talking trash about Larry. He's a good guy. It's not a serious issue. Like it's no. just a sports take. So don't make it personal. Yeah, I mean, it's a you guys made a bet in good fun, and uh, it's really not that personal. Um, yeah. So let's talk about what John Lynch said today. He spoke for about 25 minutes, answered all the questions we had. Was I mean, the first question was about Trey Lance. We followed up as much as we could. Based on what John Lynch said, what is your takeaway about Trey Lance's future with the 49ers? I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, and I don't like saying at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what they say. Right. He could still possibly get traded. But I walked away from this press conference not thinking he's more likely to get traded than before when I watched it. It seemed if anything, it seemed like he's less likely to get traded. What we came away with, John Lynch says, uh, I absolutely expect Trey Lance to be on this roster, uh, which is a good sign for Trey Lance. He also kind of said, you know, there's a lot of smoke there, but not a lot of activity, not a lot of substance. So basically, what they, the way they value Trey Lance is not being reciprocated in these trade talks. People aren't offering them enough for them to want to move out on them. Real quick, maybe they haven't offered him anything. Maybe it's like, hey, what's Trey Lance? What would you like? It's like conversations, but no offers. That's possible. Yeah. 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 And then the other thing is Trey Lance, is, he said Trey Lance has been aware of these conversations the whole time. I know some people were saying that, you know, how, how bad that sucks to be Trey Lance and see Ian Rappaport report that you're going to be traded, but it seems like Trey Lance knew the whole time based on what John Lynch said that he's been in talks with him at least, you know, maybe that went after, I don't know, but it, it totally, to me, it seems like kind of what, like I've been saying is they would be open to trading him, especially John Lynch. If they could get an offer that was big enough to make them want to move on him, but it doesn't seem like they're going to. Um, and what so would that offer be? My guess is they would trade him right now for a second round pick but I don't believe they're going to get that offer. Um, and we've talked about why. I've talked about why. Uh, and so the question is, would you trade him for a third-round pick? I don't even know if they get that offer, but to me, the only reason you're trading him is because you have a win-now team and, you got, and you're trying to win the Super Bowl this year. You're telling me this third-round pick, pick 84, is going to be the difference between, or whatever it is, pick 80-something, the difference between the Niners winning the Super Bowl or not winning it this year? I'm skeptical. Highly. Yeah. There's like a 2% chance of that actually happening. So unless you're telling me you're getting a top 50 pick, someone who could actually make an impact this year and be the difference between a, a Lombardi or not, I think that one's hard to sell. So I do feel like, yeah, there's a price here. They're open. He knows the deal. It's, they clearly want Brock to be their starting quarterback, which kills me. We'll talk about that later. Mm -hmm. But uh, in the meantime, the, the market isn't what they want. And um, they got some time on their hands for, you know, because of injuries. Yeah, and maybe we could talk about Aaron Rodgers. He just got announced traded to the Jets. And they, yeah. so here's what, what, think about this. They traded two seconds and they swapped the 15th and the 13th to get Aaron Rodgers. 
So if Aaron Rodgers is only worth two seconds, what what makes people think that Trey Lance is going to get that? He's he's not going to get that. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what the 49ers probably want for him is something in that range, a high second, late first, or two seconds, something like that. Let me put Trey Lance in perspective, and this is no fault of his. I really feel that the Niners have done him a very big disservice. Mm-hmm. But the the year that gives him value, the year that made him the number three pick in the in the league was 2019. Yeah. Every day that goes by is a little bit further away from 2019. And frankly, that was a long time ago. I mean, I'm sure we go back in the NFL and look at guys who were top 10 in QBR, Q, passer rating that year, who are freaking trash now. Like, that was a long time ago. And I, I know he's still young, but still, like, that value is based on a long time ago. And the more time that goes by, the more I think teams are like, hold on. Yeah, we liked him, but do we still? What's happened? What's changed? Mm-hmm. You know, so all that's going into it, and I think that's why the Niners like this is the mess they created. You you you, you trade up this much, you put a guy on the bench for a year, and then get him injured. You can't just flip him for a second and say, "Hey, you know, it didn't work out. No harm, no foul." Like, no, you got to see this through. You yeah. got to see. You can't wash your hands of Trey and, and get out of it that easily. Yeah, and if Aaron Rodgers is getting you two seconds, Trey Lance, what is he getting? A third, a fourth, like something like that? Maybe, maybe. two fourths. Two, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe conditional or something like that. So it's not worth it. it. It never really has been. I never thought it was going to happen. I still don't. And here's the other thing. If, if John Lynch really wanted to like just really trade Trey Lance, what he would say is the phone has been blowing up for Trey Lance. Not right. that we're not really getting that many calls. Right? Right. <laughs> it would be the exact opposite. I want to say something else. So the Niners are essentially want us to believe that they're so down on Trey or whatever. Well, I don't even know if they want us to believe that, but the, the theory is that he's been so bad in practice. But th- remember, he got hurt week two. So these practices would have been his rookie year when he was doing the scout team. And the job of the scout team is imitate the quarterback for this week. I could see a 21-year-old quarterback who's still even still learning who he is as a quarterback to n- struggle with that job. Jimmy never did that job. Jimmy never had to be the scout team quarterback for the 49ers. He got traded here. He learned the offense. They put him on the field. He was a gamer. We don't know if Trey's a gamer because he hasn't played more than like six consecutive quarters without getting injured or removed from the lineup. So um, he might just be a gamer like Jimmy and Brock, right? Because if Brock was great in uh, practice, he wouldn't have been the third string quarterback, right? They would have seen this. So gamer qualities. Yeah, I mean, again, tape's still out on Jay, or the, the jury's still out on Trey Lance. And I think even the 49ers feel that way. I really do. I think the 49ers still are like, man, this guy could be good. It could be not. It could be I wish they felt that way. I'm going to say that. I wish okay, they felt what, that what way. But sometimes think? the way they talk scares me that they've, like, for example, I, it's so similar to Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Eagles. I mention them every show. The Eagles had a quarterback from North Dakota State that they traded up for. And a backup quarterback who won a Super Bowl. And the Eagles, they didn't say, let's go with the backup quarterback who won a Super Bowl. They said, we got to see this through with this guy. Because we think, we thought he was special. He got hurt. We don't know. And then they found out and they moved on from both of them. And now they got Jalen Hurts. And I feel like you 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 made too much of a, of a move. They traded up for Wentz. You traded up for Lance. And I think yeah. Lance, at his age, Wentz was still at school. Like, you don't, you're not allowed to just get rid of him for a third-round pick. You actually have to see what you can do with him before you I just think, put him ruin his career. I think Kyle Shanahan is looking at this like the opportunity to see it through. Now that Brock Purdy's hurt, it's it's Trey's chance to <laughs> OTA. I'd like to camp, think that too. Preseason, 
one through four. The more he, the, every every time he opens up his mouth about Sam Darnold, I question it. But I'd like to think that too. Um, what one thing I want to say is that I'd like to see Trey Lance with Christian McCaffrey. The way I look at it is the offense sucked last year. It sucked with Trey, and then Jimmy came on and it sucked with him. And they lost to Denver. Freak, they scored ten points in Denver, uh, and then they were averaging about nineteen a game with all this firepower and genius brain power that they have. Couldn't figure out how to score 20 points a game consistently. Christian McCaffrey comes, everything takes off. All of a sudden, Jimmy's good. He's not throwing picks. Brock comes in, never has to play without Christian McCaffrey. He's great. I'd like to see what Trey Lance, what the, what the Christian McCaffrey effect will, will, will be on Trey Lance. Like I know Trey isn't the most, isn't as good of a checker downer as Brock Purdy. That's a little bit of an adventure for him, but just the running game. What will Trey Lance do for Christian? I think, because McCaffrey was averaging like, what was he? I mean, about four, four point seven, four point eight. I think if if you have to worry about him and Lance, a, a dual threat quarterback and McCaffrey, yeah. I mean that's how he was killing it with Cam Newton earlier in his career. So I'm just, I think the offense could be really, really good if it's just Trey handing off to Christian, Trey handing off to Elijah, Trey handing off to Jordan Mason. I think that yeah. offense, the NFC Championship offense that won, could work with Trey. Just want to, and, and, and you know, if they do that, they might not start the season three and five. They yeah. actually might win games just by handing off and playing defense. What killed me last like, year was that Trey had to run. He couldn't just hand off. You're ready. Go. So so, <laughs> so one of the things that uh, – in regards to Trey Lance, this whole thing is like they're letting him compete. And a lot of people are like, oh, he shouldn't have to compete with Sam Darnold. For me, I don't care that he has to compete with Sam Darnold because if he can't compete with Sam Darnold and win – then he's not who any of us want him to be or think he is. So to me, that compete with Sam Also, Darnold, if Sam beat. Darnold competes with, with Trey and beats out Trey, then I think a lot of us will be intrigued with, by Sam Darnold. Correct. Because the th- one thing about Darnold, it's different about him and Trey, to say like who's kind of like the Alex Smith here. Darnold's never been in a good organization or a good team, ever. Yeah. Yeah, and Trey, you know, has been. He's been on a good team, a good good organization with good coaches. So w- what's this going to do for Sam? Maybe nothing. But it's different. Yeah. I, I've always just wanted Trey to get the opportunity. I, I never wanted anyone to give him anything. Like, just give him the opportunity right. to compete. And if he's that guy, he'll beat him out. I think Trey knows this is his last opportunity. I think Kyle Shannon and John Lynch know this is his last opportunity. And they're not going to hand it to him. And I, I don't think they should. You know, I'm a coach. I'm always all about right. competition. I go out there and compete. Best man win. And I, that's all I've ever wanted for Trey Lance. And I think he's going to have that opportunity this season. And I think he's going to win. I really think he'll be. Sam Darnold in a competition. I think the Niners sort of created the perception last year that they handed him the job. Mm-hmm. They just got rid of Jimmy, or they just benched him. He didn't do anything to lose the job. Uh, then they had that, like, they brought in 16 of the most senior members of the roster and, like, tried to convince them to support Trey, which is unprecedented. And I'm sure one of those players leaked it, which is why Jake Glazer reported it. Yeah. Um, so maybe they feel like that's, that was on them. Mm-hmm. And this competition will be, will, you know, it'll give Trey his best shot to win over the team legitimately. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think that yeah. was a mistake that they realized and they're changing it this year. And I, I honestly think they don't really care who wins the competition. It could be Sam Darnold. They got two third, they got two number three picks, right? right. They're both like 26, 22, whatever. Yeah. One well, of them will work it out. Put them all out there, see yeah. who wins. And I have no problem with that. I yeah. really don't. Yeah, yeah my problem is is the way the Niners have gotten Trey Lance injured so quickly. I mean, yes. they played him three preseason games. His his rookie year got him injured by the third game. Uh, remember, 
Jimmy went down. Trey comes in halftime, two quarters, starts the next week, plays. Then he's injured. So that's six quarters he plays. And then he starts this year, gets injured in the fifth quarter. Like, they got to keep him healthy. I'd like to, and, I, and he has to keep himself healthy too. I mean, he has to slide. All of that. Otherwise, he'll be hurt at some point in the preseason is his future with the 49ers. And Sam Darnold will be starting uh, week one. That's, that could happen too. So I really hope the Niners don't do that. Because you know how the Niners do in preseason. All the good players get to sit. And then if you're competing, you're out there with backups. And yeah, it's right. like the yeah. Wild West. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, luck. It, the unfortunate part about the Trey Lance injury part that makes it so frustrating is guys like you and myself and Jesse and countless others were tweeting out, if you keep using Trey Lance this way, he's going to get injured. It was oh, yeah. so predictable, and yeah. it happened, and hopefully they learn from that. I had a live blog for Sports Illustrated. Sports Illustrated. I do it every every day, every game, and I always have like keys to the game before, and I believe that day one of them was – it was either the live blog or the preview – it was like, don't use Trey Lance like a fullback. Yeah. And they did. Yeah. Anyway, Monsa yeah. says eight games, 152 yards per game, franchise quarterback uh, bring back lemonade stand. Yeah, with Brock, like, he was averaging like 220, 230 yards a game. Like, Kurt Warner was throwing, like, for th- he was leading the league in yards per game for like three years. So, yeah. and you're, unless you're telling me, like, Brock Purdy's the next Tom Brady who's going to develop <laughs> from late. Game yeah. manager into the greatest quarterback of all time. I just don't see it. Yeah. Prince KO says, I uh, got this vibe that Kyle forced John to put out the trade rumors. Uh, fire. He started with the for now statement. Lynch so eager to move on, but Kyle isn't. That's possible. Um, that's possible. I do want to bring something up in that vein. So the last question of the press conference, someone asked, about Lamar let me read this because it just was amazing and so, so the question was did you did you look into Lamar Jackson is that still a possibility at all I almost rolled my eyes like Ugh, he's gonna say no but the answer was interesting he said you look into everything John Lynch and we seem to be linked to everything I can tell you I think it's how convicted we are on Brock on this current group of guys like dude hold on hold on first of all convicted means you got you're in jail like you, you have conviction in Come on, John, you went to you went to Stanford. But also, like, <laughs> yeah. you just said that you're not interested in Lamar Jackson, MVP Lamar Jackson, because you love Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can't say that. You can't even think <laughs> that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's like six years ago when you said you weren't really that interested in Patrick Mahomes because you love Kirk Cousins. Like, man, it's just... You, I think what it Are is. Are you kidding me? I think what it is with these guys, man. You're talking about um, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, right? They like Brock Purdy at nine hundred thousand more than they like <laughs> Lamar Jackson at fifty thousand. <clears throat> Even though Lamar Jackson's completely out of the, I think they're obsessed with that cheap quarterback thing, man. I think that's that, that's what they're. If all you have doing. a great quarterback on a rookie deal, wonderful. Yeah, but you, if you have a system quarterback on a rookie deal. It doesn't matter if he's making $20 an hour. You're not going to win a Super Bowl. You need to have – Jed York said it himself like at, at, the, at the annual meetings a month ago. You need to have a, a quarterback who's at least very good or more likely all-time great. So it, it, what he's making doesn't really matter. And frankly, with how good the Niners are at drafting, especially late in the draft, they should be able to put a team around – 
an MVP quarterback who's making a lot of money. If anyone could do it, they should be able to do it. But you're not interested at all because that's how much you believe in Brock. That says a lot about what they think of Trey. But it also says a lot about who they are as an organization. Not even interested in Lamar. Hey, man, they haven't changed that much in six years. They really haven't. Maybe Lamar isn't a good fit for these 49ers the way they keep their quarterbacks healthy anyways. I mean, so maybe True. maybe if you're going to injure True. quarterbacks multiple times per year, you don't want to spend money. So maybe you figure out that part before you think about spending money on a quarterback because otherwise you might want to go cheap if you're going to need five of them. I mean, imagine they trade for Lamar Jackson, give him the contract he wants, fully guaranteed, week three injured. And we're like, oh, right, it's the 49ers. What the hell are we thinking? It was dumb. Right. This right. is what happens. This is what happens to quarterbacks who go to this team. Yeah. I just feel like the, the – let me read it again. Let me read it again. Yeah. You look at everything, and we seem to be linked to everything. I can tell you, I think it's how convicted we are on Brock, on this current group of guys. Whew. Man, that's got potential to really bite you. Yeah. Bite you for years. You better hope Lamar Jackson doesn't win a Super Bowl. Because I'm, I'm – be- who has a better chance to win a Super Bowl, Lamar Jackson or Brock Purdy? If you're asking, are you asking me, that's not even. I'm a, saying Lamar. Yeah. I guess. I guess John thinks Brock, which is amazing, but I'm going to say Lamar. I think. I, I think it's definitely Lamar, <laughs> but I also think the money's coming into play for these guys. I really do. Sure. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, they, man. Yeah. Someone should tell the Niners it's a quarterback-driven league, and it's not 2002, and you can't win a Super Bowl with Brad Johnson as much as you try. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to tell them that regularly. They're not listening. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot, of, a lot of me wants to feel like they're open-minded. They like Sam. They like Trey. They like Brock. And then he says something like, they like Brock Purdy more than Lamar Jackson. Like, that is just delusional, man. And that means Trey has no chance. And that means that, you know, Sam Darnold might get a, a little peek, sneak peek until Brock's back. But they're looking at Brock like a franchise quarterback? Well, really? Do you think Kyle thinks that? Do you really think Kyle thinks that? I don't. I don't think Kyle gives a shit who's playing quarterback. As long as they run his system, they don't. Th- I don't think he thinks Lamar is uh, or Brock is better than Lamar. I think that he thinks I can get by with Brock and save a hell of a lot of money because it's my system that's going to win us this thing, not the quarterback. All right, let me ask you a question. <laughs> Do you think Brock Purdy is a franchise quarterback? Because the way John Lynch spoke today about him and how that's that's how convicted they're not interested in mvp lamar jackson because that's how that's how much conviction they have in brock purdy that to me sounds like john lynch at least thinks that brock purdy is a franchise quarterback would you agree with my assessment and what is your assessment can brock be a franchise quarterback uh i don't think he can i know that's going to piss off a lot of people but here's my thing if i'm running an organization if i don't have a top 10 top 12 quarterback i'm looking for one that's it. And that, that's a franchise quarterback. And if Brock Purdy's not a top 10, top 12. I, you, you might even say top seven, eight. Right. If you don't top, have that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That guy. Yeah. And I don't think Brock Purdy's that guy. I don't. I think he could be top 15, somewhere in that range. Uh, best case scenario. But I don't think he's a top 10 quarterback. And I don't think the 49ers really think that. I would be surprised. I don't care how many, like, what his numbers look like on those eight games. That's great. I'm talking about long term. He's kind of small. His arm's not that strong. I really just don't he's believe not he that fast. It. He's not that. Look at the top seven quarterbacks, top five quarterbacks in the NFL right now. What do they have in common? What do they have in common? Right. Let's let's list it off. Yeah. Uh, it's what Jordan Palmer says. They can get the ball out of their hands quickly. Yeah. They're mobile. 
They can push the ball down the field. But I also would say none of them are small. None of them are small. They all have arm strength, pretty much. Burroughs maybe on the smaller, but he's still way But they can all get the ball. They can complete the ball down the field, outside the numbers, 30 yards down the field. 35, 40 yards down the field. You never see Purdy do that. So to me, I see a guy who can get the ball out of his hands quickly, who's quick and can run around behind the line of scrimmage and give you maybe maybe 15, 20 yards a game, which makes him mobile. Mm. But he's small. And he doesn't have a strong, he cannot push the ball. He has what you would call a below average, below average arm strength. And that's before the UCL injury. Before the injury, yeah. So what's it going to be like To after? me, we don't know. He's a backup quarterback, a high-level backup, a high-level backup. But if you put him on the Carolina Panthers last year, okay, where Sam Darnold was, is Brock Purdy playing better than Sam Darnold did? Or Baker Mayfield? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. think so. Mm-hmm. I don't. He's not a kind of guy that's going to overcome a bad situation or a bad team. He's in a great situation with a great team, and he added to it. But uh, no, I mean, like, again, Nick Foles was in a great situation, a loaded team in 2017, one on the run, won the NFC Championship game, won the Super Bowl, put up big numbers in those games, and the, the Eagles were like, hey, cool, bud, you're our backup quarterback. Um, and they were right. The Niners over here are so sentimental. They're like, hey, forget what we thought about Brock Purdy. Throw out the evaluation that he was, uh, you know, the, the, Nick, the, next Nick, the next Nick Mullins. Actually, he's our franchise quarterback because it's two months. You know what I mean? Like, man, that is just not how other organizations operate. And to me, you should be acting like what we know is we have a great backup quarterback, the perfect backup quarterback for us. But we're still on the hunt for a franchise quarterback. And it may be no one on our team. It could be no one. I think it could be Brock, Trey. It could be Sam. I think Brock could. I think Brock's a starter in this league, but he's not top fifteen. I think he's fifteen or less. I, I think he has the playmaking ability that makes him a starter like level quarterback. I, think I like the, the mobility. Vision. Like he has the vision. He has the escapability. He has the. I like that too. Ability, right? I like that too. So I think he. Here's my question though. Yeah. Here's my thing though. Like, look through all of his. His longest throws of the season was the long throw down the middle to Kittle that should, was supposed to go to Ray Ray. Mm-hmm. He threw a couple like 30, 35 yard passes down the middle. I don't think he can throw those to the sideline. And I don't think he has much. I don't think he can throw the ball 50 yards in the air. I don't know that he can throw the ball 45 yards in the air. And I don't know what he can do now. And I feel like once, like I always said, Jimmy played on a tennis court. You know, he doesn't throw to the sideline, he doesn't throw deep. Well, Brock kind of plays on like a doubles tennis court. Like he gets a little ball a little bit more to the sidelines like underneath. A but. Yeah, man, it's really it's. I feel like once people get his tendencies that he's not throwing deep at all. Once pressure comes, he's spinning left. Like you take away Christian McCaffrey, a couple, he's not on the best team in the league, or he's ha- or, or he actually gets a contract and he's making money. Mm-hmm. He's a system quarterback. He's a backup, a great backup quarterback, and he could win with them on this team. You could start him for a season. He could win, but still, that's just a backup doing his job on a great team. That's the way I look at it, and I would I'll not put, give him I'll a big contract. In- He's not a franchise quarterback. I'll put it that way. You know, I think he could be started for a lot of teams. I think he's better than a lot of quarterbacks that do start in this league, but he's definitely not. I think 15 is his max. I keep thinking about like, if you put him on the Cardinals, would they win? No, I mean, they they don't win with Kyler Murray. So, no. If you put him on the Rams, would they win? No, no. I don't think so. He's in a great situation. My comp for Brock Purdy has always been uh, Tua. That's kind of what it reminds me of. He he has the mental part. He has the playmaking part. He's pretty accurate short distance, but he doesn't have an arm. He's not big. 
I think, I think even a, Tua can push the ball push the ball down the field better than Brock. I mean, you. I bet if you look at Tua's highlights, you can find a bunch of throws of him putting it 40 yards down the field to Tyreek and Waddle. Like, Purdy can't do that. He can't. I don't think he can. And it's less likely now after this surgery for sure. If he could have, he wouldn't have been the last pick of the draft. He would have went to Alabama. Yeah, there's a reason. Yeah. Hey, but I heard he's actually Jalen Hurts. I'm sorry, Larry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I think what, what what gets what gets mixed up is they're both li- listed at six one two twenty, and I think that's where Larry's coming from. But <laughs> Brock Purdy is not six one two twenty. I don't know why the Niners list him at six one two twenty. I've seen him in person. Yeah. If he's two hundred and ten pounds, I'd be shocked. Seriously. Yeah, Jalen Hurts actually looks six one two twenty. No, Jalen Hurts is a power lifter. Yeah, Jalen Hurts can squat like six hundred something pounds. You can't. Black Brock is not. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Completely different. And it's funny, didn't you? You took a survey, and it wasn't like twenty nine percent of the people said that Brock Purdy was better than Jalen Hurts. Did you ask who's better? I, right. Yeah, I think it's hella funny. Like some, sometimes I I can't help but just say like, hey, you know, a big reason why a lot of people don't like Trey is that there's just an unconscious racial bias with these quarterbacks, and a lot of people are like. Uh, they get the most mad. It's like, well, you're telling on yourself. Like, if, if you thought I was wrong, you just wouldn't acknowledge it. But the ones that want to en- engage and say that I'm wrong, you know, race baiting or whatever, I'm like, okay, well, you just proved my point, but I'll, you can prove it again. Who's yeah. a better quarterback, Brock Purdy or Jalen Hurts? And they're like, oh, Brock Purdy. I'm like, well, there you go. <laughs> right. You can't even say that arguably the best black quarterback in the league is better than Brock. Like, what, yeah. what does that say? What does oh. that say? What, what does it say? Hurt dogs howl or something like that, right? Yeah, like, exactly, exactly. Yeah, the only people yeah. get mad about that. There's, it's their insecurities they're projecting. Yeah, yeah. Glass half full, guys. Says, did we as a fan base expect Lynch to give us a, a real answers about trading Trey or Ayuk? I don't. I didn't. These press conferences are baloney. I mean, I think he wants to be seen as a guy with some integrity that doesn't just put him like blatantly lie on the record. Yeah. So there's that. But yeah, they don't really say much at pre-draft press conferences. Lamar is in the face uh, for these fans in front office optically. Optically. Mansa Toure. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I feel like only certain teams and and markets would be cool with uh, with Lamar Jackson being the face of their team. You know, Baltimore's one. Philly would be another. Those are two. Are the Niners? Apparently not. Apparently not. Uh, Because they got Brock and they're so convicted. Um, Michael McCann says uh, SF is. Rodney Dangerfield and Caddyshack. Nice hat. This thing should have come with a free bowl of soup. Looks good on you, though. Destroying trade value. That's hilarious. Thank you very much. I love that line. That movie's kind of corny to me, but he's really funny in it. Dave (laughs) Barclay says, how much I miss? 27 minutes. We're going to recap the whole thing. We're going to do the first 27 minutes over again. Dave, I love you. From research, his arm will get stronger. Are you sure? I thought the reconstruction guys get stronger arms. research, Nick Mullins. Lynch, yeah, did his arm get stronger? Lynch is completely sold on Purdy. No question. And it really troubles me. I'd like to think that Kyle isn't. Uh, Drewish guy says 199. Isn't that a joke from Spaceballs? Drewish? (laughs) Battle Beast 19 says, Grant, was it just me or did Lynch look at you like Grant? Don't do me like this when you ask questions. (laughs) I like to think that I put people on their heels a little bit when I ask questions and they don't know exactly where I'm coming from and they think I might be trying to. And so. I like that because most a lot of the time I'm not trying yeah, to. I, I like your question when you asked, and this is a big one too. But we probably should have talked about it last one. You asked if Trey Lance asked to be traded. Yeah, yeah. Like what and about that? Said, and he was like, he said, "No." He did Which not was great. I mean, about the question though, either. 
Good. I mean, that's a straight up. That's a straight answer. I, I appreciate that. That means that they probably have it. And the way I look at it is, I don't. I still don't think. I don't think Trey has the leverage to ask that. You know, I mean, you haven't done anything. And if the 49ers, who have a pristine reputation around the league, say, hey, man, first of all, he's not what we thought he is. Second of all, now he's a malcontent. I think it could hurt his reputation in the league. And I don't think his agents, who are very, you know, have a ton of clients, uh, Sexton and whoever the other guy is, want to go to war with the Niners over Trey. So he's got to be the good soldier. And I think that's just Trey, who Trey Lance is. And I really True. think he's confident in himself. I, I good would, point. I would bet you that if Trey Lance thought he had a fair competition against Sam Darnold, that he's going to win that competition. I believe that he believes that. Yeah. And so also, the big difference that. between him and Zach Wilson, who also is getting run out of town or has lost the starting job, who was picked ahead of him, is they don't like the person. And they're trying to, it looks like they're trying to get him out of the organization. Like, no one has said that about Trey. Trey's no. a good guy. So, um, yeah, there's that. Yeah. Pyrite Purdy, Pyrite is fool's gold, Andrew Menard. Yeah, I mean, he's a great backup quarterback to have. He's $900,000. I just don't understand the need to just clear the deck and commit yourself to him when it's like, dude, there's no. no. There's no, there's need. no need, and you can't no. convince me he's a – no. Dave Barclay, even if he hadn't torn his UCL. Yeah. Dave Barclay says, love you guys. Ha-ha, <laughs> thanks, Grant. I look forward to these videos. Thank you, man. It's going to be a, a, long, a long show. Monsatore says Sam Darnold has same agents. Is that true? Same Is agents true? as Trey? Let me see. Interesting. That's wild. Uh, just a second. Yep, Jimmy Sexton. Oh, wow. Good eye. That's awkward. Okay. It's a little bit of a Did dynamic. You, yeah. Trey, you might want to get yourself some new agents, buddy. They got a conflict of interest. All right. <laughs> After hearing what I asked John Lynch, do you see yourself? Have you had discussions about trading? Brandon Ayuk, and he said, listen, listen, we really like Brandon Ayuk. We want, we have big plans for this year, and he's part of them. Um, so that means he's going to be on the team at least for one more year. How do you uh, read his future with the team? So I think this year is done deal, obviously. I think I don't think he's going to be traded. Didn't seem like that at all. He said, Brandon Ayuk, yeah, we're, we're planning something special this year, and Brandon Ayuk is a big part of that. So he's definitely not going anywhere. But here's something crazy, Grant. In 2024, Debo Samuel is going to have a cap hit of $28 million. George Kittle, $18 million. If they give him his fifth-year option, Brandon Ayuk is going to cost $14 million. That's $60 million between Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk. That's not going to happen. So what I look at is like this is the year – where the 49ers decide between Debo and Brandon Ayuk. That's how I look at it. I don't think we're going to have both of them beyond this year. I mean, they could restructure Debo, but do you really want to restructure a player like Debo? Like, I don't think you do. Because of the way he plays, his play style does not dictate for a long career. So I think mm -hmm. kicking, down the can, kicking the can down the road on Debo would be a mistake. Mm -hmm. So they're not going to pay $60 million for Kittle, Debo, and Ayuk. So this is the last year I think we have all three of those, or at least Debo and I together. I'm with you on that. The way I look at it is, like, let's look at that trio that you just mentioned: Ayuk, Debo, Kittle. If we're, if we're looking at trading one guy next year, you could say Ayuk because he's going to get expensive, but he's the youngest of them. He's 20. He just turned 25. I would. I would. Right. So that's yeah. a reason not to trade Ayuk. 
Yeah. Also, like the quarterbacks in your room are 25, 26, 22, 22. So they're Ayuk's age. Like they can all grow together. So that's one reason to keep Ayuk. Also, you can extend him. Uh, the, you know, you give him that signing bonus the first few years. He's not that expensive against the cap. Then when he does get expensive, cap goes up because it's going to be a new TV deal. Like you can afford Brandon Ayuk, and he's very good. You could also trade Debo. Samuel last year was a real disappointment, but what if he has a big bounce back year? I mean, he's very unique, very explosive. Mm-hmm. Then there's Kittle, who had a great year last year. But I don't know if he's either – I think he's about to turn 30. I mean, he had some injury-filled years before then. He's the oldest of the three. If they trade him next year, they will save almost $10 million against the cap. I think if they were going to trade one of them, assuming Debo has a full year, I might be most inclined to trade Kittle considering I was okay to trade him last year. Kittle. Well, there's two things. Let's see what. Let's see who they draft. Who they draft, right? Right. If they, draft, if they draft a tight end one t- caliber yep. tight end, then the writing's kind of on the wall, I think, in that regard. But you know, if Debo bounces back, or if, if Debo doesn't have a good year like he did two years ago, it might be Debo who's who's out of here. But I, I think Ayuk's out of those three guys, I'm keeping Ayuk based on at least based on last season, man. Especially if you get a draft a tight end one to replace George Kittle this year. The thing about Debo, the scary thing about Debo is if he has another injury-filled year, I don't think anyone's trading for him and his, you know, like 28 million. million. So, like, yeah, I mean, not all of that. Like, the Niners are responsible for the salary cap. So the cap number, you got to take that out. Um, So I don't know how much he would be. His base salary is (laughs) 20.9. So if he has back-to-back disappointing seasons, now he has a, a disgusting contract and you can't move him. Yeah. So I'm still going back to I think the most likely person to trade is Kittle. And I like if he has another season like last year, do you trade him? I mean, it's hard to find a tight end. Like how many? Yeah. How many? T- good? Yeah, it's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Really, it's about who right. they draft, and I think they're going to draft a wide receiver too. So if that wide receiver, I think they're going to draft a tight end and a wide receiver. If that tight end can replace Kittle. Boom. If the right receiver they draft or Danny Gray can replace either Debo or Ayuk, then that might dictate it as well. Absolutely. All right. Uh, So we're not – it's looking real unlikely that the Niners will trade Trey Lance on draft night. Mm -hmm. Barring some team giving them a second-round pick, which I don't see happening, uh, at least anytime soon. And then – he essentially, John Lynch said they're not trading Brandon Ayuk this year. So take those two off the table. What players do you think are most likely to get traded on draft night, if any? I got three of them. So there's okay. three of them. Let's take one. The other two play the same position. But the first one would be possibly Javon Kinlaw, if they can get anything that makes it worth it. And, and let me give you another answer at the end, too, of what I think was actually going to be traded. But if they're going to trade a player, I could see them – being willing to move on Javon Kinlaw because they could save some money by doing that. It's just, are they really going to get much for him? That's kind of the question. So that's the first one. The other one, what I, I would think, do it with, I would do with Kinlaw is I wouldn't trade him for a pick because I think a pick is probably not worth much. He's probably not worth much. But what you could trade, do is trade him for another player, mm-hmm. someone who was another first round pick like him, who yeah. maybe he's had injury issues or you know the team is, has replaced. They got a guy like, like the Niners guy Hargrave. That'd be perfect. A one-for-one swap where 
the Niners can say, we, we, had, we, we love this guy coming out. We gave him a first-round grade. And the next team can say, we love Kinlaw coming out. That would be – it's what the Niners did with A.J. Jenkins. They flipped him for Jonathan Baldwin, who was another first-round pick who disappointed – I forget which team uh, – Kansas City. Um, and it would give him a fresh start. But yeah. I'll tell you what, Kinlaw does look great, man. So maybe he bounces back. Maybe it be a mistake. I don't know. But he looks great right now. But I think he's one of the guys that I think I could see them parting with on draft night. Okay. The, the other two – uh, play the same position. To me, it's going to come down to possibly being Elijah Mitchell or TDP because it, they traded last year. They traded Trey Sermon, who was their third round pick the year before. Mm-hmm. This year, that same guy is TDP. So they have CMC. They have Jordan Mason, who looked amazing. Do you really need both TDP and Elijah Mitchell? You'll probably get more for Elijah Mitchell, but I think you could probably move TDP. And also, Kyle Shannon always wants to draft that running back. I know there's a damn running back. In this draft that Kyle Shanahan has on his wall that he would love to go get. And if that's the case, do you really need five running backs now? So I could see one of these running backs being moved. Yeah, they traded Trey Sermon like right before cut down date because they were going to cut yeah. him. And yeah. I forget what they got for him, but I think it was like a fifth. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. What was it? Was it a I pick swap? Was, I think it was a fifth, wasn't it? 49ers trade Trey Sermon. I like to know what did they Sherman. get. No, they trade up for him. They traded up for him. Right. No, they 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 claimed him off. No, they waived him. They freaking waived him, and and the Eagles claimed him off waivers. Really? I believe. Yes. So I I, th- I I I I don't. I think Ty Davis price. If they if they draft a court uh, running back, I think they'll waive Ty Davis price. Um, and they could trade Elijah Mitchell, but I think he's probably worth a fifth or a fourth, like Jeff Wilson. Maybe a little bit more than Jeff Wilson, but he's got yeah. a lot of injuries. He's had a lot of injuries. So maybe a fourth why. or a fifth. I they traded him, tripping. I know. I thought I thought they did too, but no, he got claimed off waivers. I just feel like the Niners have so many injuries at, at running back. Like, if they do bring in another guy, bring them all to camp. Play like see who's healthy, because yeah. one or two guys may get injured straight up in practice. They've, like remember Jerick McKinnon tore his ACL in practice. Like yeah, yeah. you yeah. see who you get, see who's healthy when it's cut down day before you start sending guys away for picks that. Yeah. May not make your team. Yeah. I'm saying. I, I could see them trading one of these running backs. I could see Elijah Mitchell. But here, what I really think is going to happen, I, I don't think they're going to trade Kinlar. I don't think they're going to trade running backs. But what I do think they're going to do is trade up in the draft. I don't think they're going to draft 11 players. I would be really surprised if that's what happens. I got one. I put this on Twitter. But I think it's interesting. I think – in 2021, the the number one quarterback on the Niners draft board was Zach Wilson. I believe that. I can't prove it. Mm-hmm. But the fact that the Jets took him over the Niners and the Jets came from the Niners organization, I think they were in lockstep that that guy was just a beautiful natural thrower. And I th- think they want to get rid of him in New York, not because he sucks at passing, but because they can't stand him as a guy, the team, the players. I think they just want that guy out, out of their building. If <laughs> who would say no to a Trey Lance Zach Wilson swap? You know, I just talked about a Javon Kinlaw swap with another first round pick, someone you could give give a, a grass is greener type thing. Send Trey Lance to to the Jets. Let him let him learn behind Aaron Rodgers and bring West Coast Zach Wilson over here. Who's getting shredded by the New York media? You're shaking your head. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it won't happen. But, 
No, it won't happen. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, no, the, no. The same reason that the Jets don't want him is the same reason the Niners won't trade for him. At least, at least with Trey Lance, you got a good guy that's loved in the locker room that you know does all the right things, says all the right things. Why, why trade for Zach Wilson? But I do agree with you that they probably would, if they had the opportunity, they probably would have took Zach Wilson at the I time. Know. But now I that know. they know what they know, Salah's probably <laughs> told them. You know, everybody knows what's up with Zach Wilson. I, it's just that Zach Wilson reminds me a little bit in a a little bit of Sam Darnold in the sense of mm. kind of West Coast guy who's very West Coast and then goes to New York and just gets shredded for being to this and to that, just like Darnold on the same team. And then you bring him out here, it's a whole different thing. The media is not down your throat, and people kind of recognize, like, hey, you know, you're just kind of like me. So Zach Wilson is in a small market, Grant. Look, so Zach Chargers would be perfect. He's from (laughs) Draper, Utah. I lived in Sandy, Utah, actually, which is the the town right next to it. I lived there for a couple years. And and we think of it as West Coast. It's but not. it's not. It's it's, not. it's Utah. It's a it's different. True, it's a true, different true. beast out there. He needs to go to yeah. small market. Too bad I Utah doesn't have a football team. That'd be perfect for him. You know what would be a good small market for him? Arizona. Yeah. But it's a crap yeah. team and franchise. I wouldn't exactly get him back on his feet. But boy, yeah. I can't think of a team with fewer fans. Yeah, <laughs> he needs to go with like a like a Carolina or something like that. You know, I think that would be better for him. Michael McCann says Niners can't trade for Lamar. His 23 and me doesn't fit the criteria for the Cabo click. (laughs) But his wallet will make for an awkward conversation. Mm. Yeah. The Cabo click. I just feel like you can't deny that all those guys wear that same bussin' with the boys hat. It's such a fratty thing. (laughs) It's so fratty. Yeah. It's so fratty. Yeah, I, I was in a frat though. I can't. I was in fraternity at UCLA. I can't act like I wasn't. I Can was. we be honest though? What are like 75, 80% of the guests on that show have in common? I don't watch that show. They're I don't know. They're Caucasian. Okay. They're really, there's I'm a Caucasian. lot of black football players in the NFL uh, busting with the boys. Just so you know, you can invite a couple on every now and then. <laughs> what is busting with? To know. me, that's classic, like taking a word that's not yours and like using it, not knowing what it means. I think bussing with on, the boys. Who's boys? They're on a Who's bus. Boys? So that's yeah. what bussing means. But when I was growing up, if you said I'm bussing with the boys, we, we would have said that was a little suspect. True. That's a good yeah. point. I hadn't thought of it that way. Anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> if they watch this shit, yeah. It'd be- <laughs> You're gonna be killing it. Yeah. Also, I feel like Pat McAfee show is very much like that, you know? Yeah. You know Bustin' I mean? with the boys, part two. Yeah, man. It's just Bustin with very the boy. Fraternity humor. Very <laughs> fraternity ish humor. And again, I, I was in a fraternity, Sigma Nu, UCLA. Shout out to all my brothers. <laughs> but I never lived in it. And um I don't know why I was in it to begin with. I think I wanted to party in <laughs> Probably. Probably that not. was it. I think yeah. That was it. What I learned because it's like there's two kind of people. There's the people that go to UCLA. I mean, they go to college and f- like rush right off the bat, like f- uh, fall quarter. This is what my brother did it, and I want to do it. And there's the people that go to school and they're like, I'm not going to do that. And then you try to get into the parties and have a normal social life, and they realize that like no fraternity wants you in because look at, I mean, you're a guy and you're a freshman. So then you're like, damn. And then in the spring, you're like, okay, I'll do it. And you kind of like hold your nose and yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And it's like, man, that was probably a bad decision at 19 years old. I don't Shout out to Sigma Nu, though. Shout out to Sigma Nu. I don't think they would have let me in if I... What is it? Pledged? Yeah, I don't think they <laughs> That's true, right? Yeah. Um, my, my, my frat was pretty cool, though. We threw a really good party. We were like the Animal House. There you go. Animal the, House. But it was just like so hard. Like, I couldn't, if I had lived there, I would have gotten... I would have flunked out of the school. So I <laughs> yeah. it was like, this is ridiculous. I can't do this. Yeah. So anyway, that's fraternities. Brock Purdy. I asked John Lynch. Yeah. Uh, I was like, John... Brock Purdy said last week that he's not really sure, honestly, if he's going to be ready to play this year. I said, is that a scenario that you guys are, that's on the table, or is he just sort of taking it day by day? And he's like, yeah, that's the one. He's just being cautious and taking it day by day because it doesn't serve, uh, help anyone to get ahead of yourself. So, again, more um, optimism from John Lynch, at least, that Brock Purdy is coming back on time and better than Lamar Jackson. What do you think? Well, I think it's two things. Like it does, it seemed a little more cautious than last time we heard from John Lynch. It seemed more in line with Kyle Shanahan's theory, right? He, yeah. he did say in, in a different question. He did. He did say they have to be prepared for anything. So he did leave the option open that it could yeah. take longer than expected for Brock Purdy. But they also said that he's in line with everything. I also want to real quick. I want to point out that this quote came from an article in Yahoo. It was kind of paraphrase but then rob stats carrera followed up guerrera followed up with the author who had the transcript and this was she did not take him out of context she asked the question he responded this way um she asked like do you know when you'll be coming back or if at all and he said i'm not sure honestly that's how it went down so it was not misquoted good for her just want to point that out yeah i mean it's everything i've been uh everything i've been watching has shown me that uh, all the reports, all the doctors that Brock Purdy will be healthy around week one, but that doesn't mean he's going to be available week one. So that's why I had him starting on the PUP. I can imagine Brock Purdy being fully ready to play week five. That's kind of what it seems like to me, even if everything goes perfectly. Um, but yeah, I think it, he was just saying Brock was just being Brock is actually his quote and just being cautious about what he says, not over promising um, anything. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, let's let's wrap up with Aaron Rodgers. So it's official. He's going to the Jets. What do you think this news means for the 49ers? I mean, in terms, I guess, the quarterback market, but also for also the NFC competition. Like this feels like the end of the the Packers as a as a threat to the Niners, if they even were, um, unless you think Jordan Love is good. Yeah, Packers, man. I think they're going to struggle this year. That's one thing it means for the Packers, right? <laughs> I think the Lions and the Bears are going to be on the top of that division. As far as the Jets, man, it could really mean good things for the Jets, I think. I know a lot of people aren't sold on – or they just turned off by Aaron Rodgers' attitude, but I think Aaron Rodgers mixed with Sala and the Jets it could be a really good thing for those guys. I expect them to make the playoffs. Um, so I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be a big plus – for the Jets. Uh, it'll be interesting in him in that New York media based on his kind of like uh, personality and politics versus the New York media. I think that's going to be an interesting dynamic. Um, but I think the Jets are going to be a, a factor this year for sure. I think it means the Packers got to start over. Unless Jordan Love is somebody that I'm unaware of. I know I, I've uh, seen some good things from Jordan Love in recent games, but I don't know if he's going to be able to step up and fully replace an Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but what it means for the 49ers is we don't have to talk about Aaron Rodgers to the 49ers anymore. 
And I think with John Lynch talking about no Lamar Jackson, both those things kind of mean these are the quarterbacks we got. Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, Sam Darnold, and possibly a rookie quarterback. Um, okay, I'm, I'm just looking into the, uh, the, the compensation again. I just want to be clear. The Jets traded the 13th pick this year, two later round picks, and a conditional second round pick next year. Okay, in exchange for Rodgers and the 15th pick and a later round pick. So essentially, they swap picks in round one this year. The Jets move up two spots in round one. That's it, which is like 100 points on the trade value chart, which is like a late yeah. third round pick. Yeah. And a conditional two. So they essentially traded Trey Lance, I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers for a late third this year and a conditional two next year. I mean, the Niners could have done that. Yeah. If they wanted I don't to. Think it would, uh, they had that. I think that the Packers found themselves in a situation where they didn't really have much choice, right? Like if they didn't get something for him, they might've got nothing for him because he's not, he decided he's not going to play for the Packers this year. So they kind of were backed in the corner. I think that's why everything stalled out for a while there. You know, the, the, the jets wanted, um, they wanted him. The Packers wanted a lot in return, but the Jets were like, hey, man, he wants to play for us. He's not going to play for you. So they were just patient with it, and the Packers were trying to get what they could at this point. Um, it really sets the bar kind of weird for a Hall of Fame quarterback for that amount. Yeah, I just I just want to point out that the Niners could have the Niners could have traded for Aaron Rodgers. Maybe he didn't want to be here, but what he ended up going for, they could afford. And John Lynch said today that they're not interested in Lamar Jackson because they have Brock Purdy. So if Lamar Jackson went to the Super Bowl this year, if Aaron Rodgers went to the Super Bowl this year, you got to come back and and to the Niners and be like, once again, you're not taking this position seriously. While you're looking for the next Brad Johnson, you're turning down MVPs. Literally. Two guys who have won MVPs in the NFL. You're like, we're good. We like this guy instead, man. Like, you better be right. Three. And I get with Rodgers because I'm so tired of Rodgers. But I kind of like Lamar Jackson. I like. I would like to take them both. And, I mean, yeah. you forget about Tom Brady. Yeah, right? that's They're true. passing all that up again. They, they pass up Tom Brady for Jimmy Garoppolo. Stafford. Now they're passing up Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson for Brock Purdy. It's just uh, – Weird evaluation, man. Hopefully one day they're, they're right about one of these evaluations, but they haven't been so far, unfortunately. Yeah, it's like, what do you want at the quarterback position? Like, it, it, they keep changing their mind. It was originally like, you know, Jimmy's good, but we need better. We need someone who transcends our system. And then he got – that didn't work out with Trey right away, and he got hurt, and Jimmy came back, and he started playing well with Christian McCaffrey, and there was a report that the Niners were actually going to give him a long-term contract. That was like the week before he got hurt. Then he got hurt, and they saw how good Brock Purdy is, and they didn't expect that. And now all of a sudden they're being like, oh, well, we really want a cheap quarterback room. That's what's really important to us. Like, that's not what you said when you, when you brought in – Trey and you kept Jimmy for a year and you said what's important is a strong quarterback they keep changing their story about what's important for them at the quarterback position when frankly they still haven't found a franchise guy that's the important thing it's because they don't know yeah that's what it is they don't know they want Brad Johnson or they want freaking I don't know they don't know what they want obviously because it's different every time right like Trey Lance has nothing in common with Jimmy Garoppolo Right? They're all different. Like Kirk Cousins is a different type of guy. Like the, there's no like 
there's no like outlay outline for what kind of quarterback Kyle Shanahan wants because he seems to draft different kinds of guys. We don't know. Do, do you do you want Trey Lance, Josh Allen? Are you are you shooting for the fences? In which case, why weren't you interested in Patrick Mahomes? Why weren't you why aren't you interested in Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers right now? Or 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 did you want Mac Jones? Did you trade up for Mac Jones? Did the fan base revolt? Did a lot of people call you racist. Did your your owner call you into the office and be like, dude, this is going to make us look really bad. We can't take Mac Jones. Is there anyone else you like? Was Trey Lance your second choice? Because if he was, wouldn't it explain everything? I mean, you, if you you never, your heart is never in your second choice. And I feel like the, never, the, the Niners have never had their heart into this project, which doesn't make any sense. It's like you traded everything. You spent three years worth of first round picks. You're drafting him again in a in four days. And you always acted like, I mean, would you give up on your first choice after four starts? Would the Niners have given up on Mac Jones after four starts if they weren't if he didn't start four and oh? If he was two and two after four starts, would the Niners have given up on Mac? You see what I'm saying? And that's why I feel like I feel so bad for Trey being here, man. He needs to go to a team that really, really, really believes in him. And I wonder if that team even exists after what the Niners have done to his career. And here's the thing is, would you, why would you trade a three first-round draft picks and a third – or trade trade two, spend three, and a third trade two, for your second three. choice? Like, none of it makes – Why? If it was a second choice, why would, why the hell would you do that? Because you, know? you traded it up, you thinking you were going to get Mac Jones, and then over the next month, the noise got louder and louder and louder. Jed buckled, and the, or and the whole organization buckled. Like, look, we don't want to be looked at as racists. I mean – and also, it wasn't just that. It was the fact that you traded up – from 12 to 3 for a quarterback who ended up going 15th. Like, forget race. The trading up for Mac Jones was dumb. You could have stayed at 12 for Mac Jones. So all of that looked incompetent, and it looked scandalous to take that guy, and I think the Niners were going to do it. And I think at the end they were like, you know what? Fine. We won't. We'll go with our second choice. And any time – imagine if you, you know, say to your parents, I want to date this girl, and they're like, no. For whatever reason, No. You can't. It's going to make our family look bad. Choose anyone else. Man, you're not. Your heart isn't in that. You're looking for a reason to break up with the next girl. And I feel like that could have happened. And in which case, man, Trey, I feel bad for that next girl. And I feel bad for Trey because that's your own problem with your own family. You got to work out. That's not work it out. I hope that's not what happened. I, I also think that a lot of what's going on is John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have never really seen eye to eye on what they want from a quarterback. And maybe possibly both of them, neither one really know. Neither one really know, but they disagree, <laughs> right? They think I have they, a simple. I have a simple explanation. Yeah, evaluating a qu- quarterbacks is really hard, and neither one's good at it. Yeah, it's really hard. Definitely, possible. I suck at it. <laughs> I tell you right now. I mean, look at the guys I like. I, mean, I like. I love Kellen Mond. I love Kyle Trask. I love Trey Lance. I mean, yeah. I, I like. I suck at it. It's super freaking hard. I think they may not be that good at it either. How about that? And then what's even harder? Once you've identified the guy, which they can't seem to do, otherwise they would have drafted Patrick Mahomes, developing him, actually coaching and teaching the position, not just giving him a scheme and players. That's one thing, but actually teaching how to do all the little techniques that are required to play it. That is really hard, too. Walsh could do both. Isn't Steve Slowick the guy who got Purdy, right? And Steve's Steve's now with um, Houston. No, no, no. uh, The scout found him. Bobby Slowick, they're brothers. Scout. Uh, okay. I think Steve's still here as in, in scouting capacity. Okay, so Bobby Slowick's mm-hmm. the one. Okay. Do you think Robert do you think Big Bob Steve might be helping out Bobby in Houston with who they're gonna be picking? 
how do you call up your brother and say like, hey man, who should I take? I can't tell you, bro. Sorry. You're the enemy now. Click. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to see who they pick. It shall. It shall be interesting. It is Monday on Thursday. We'll be uh, round one. John Lynn says he doesn't anticipate doing much, but he also laughed and touched his face. So you never really know with uh, John Lynch when he's bluffing. Um, yeah. Ryan, thank you very much for coming on the show today, man. My pleasure, sir. Yeah. That's how we do. I saw Next we time we do it, it'll be in the morning. We got we'll the be talking about the draft. A little, uh, comment section got a little uh, hyphy to use an old word. So. And, you know, we got to make them hyphy every once in a while. Got to. All right, Ryan. Yeah. Peace, man. All right. All right. Now we got Larry Kruger. The show must go on. Back to back. What's up, Larry? Long time no see. What's up, man? Yeah, Larry. Good. Larry was down there today. He was in all the interviews. He and it wasn't just John Lynch who spoke. It was Christian McCaffrey. It was Fred Warner, Eric Armstead, and Jake Brendel, the voice of the offense. First question I want to ask you is: I'm not, I'm not, about ta- tra- I'm not taking any questions today. <laughs> please, please. I got right. an hour to fill. All right. I want to ask you about Trey Lance. I mean. What was your read on what John Lynch said? Is there a market for Trey? Are they not interested in trading Trey? How do you read this? It was really interesting. I mean, I I thought it was interesting on a lot of fronts. One, that he said that, you know, he's usually not very transparent with the players, but with Trey, he is. Like, he's, like, he's, they've had talks. He's told them where he sits. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting because that kind of puts Trey's comments of, hey, man, I just want to compete in kind of perspective because it almost kind of makes you think that maybe they've told him, Hey, you know, Brock's our guy. Um, and we're going forward with Brock and maybe that him saying, I just want to compete is maybe he doesn't feel like he's going to get that opportunity to compete. I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing, but to me, I guess the takeaway was I expect Trey to be here on the surface. Definitely sounds like Trey's going to be here, but then, you're the GM, so that's like you're the one who can def- you could actually guarantee it. But he didn't guarantee it, and you would think, well, maybe that's just the way Lynch talks. But in the same presser that he didn't guarantee that Lance would be here, he did guarantee, I thought, that Bosa and IU could be here. So he's capable of making guarantees. He just left it open-ended. So I guess my read on it, Grant, is that the Niners – you can come get Trey Lance. He's available if you pay their price, but none of us know what that price is. And um, we're going to find out, I guess, uh, fr- Thursday, Friday, Saturday, what that price is and if somebody's willing to pay it. Right? I mean, let me try to guess what the price is. To me, a team could offer a conditional pick next year. You know, look, we're not going to offer you a first-round pick this year, but we'll offer you a conditional pick that could become a first-round pick next year based on playing time and yada, yada, yada. But does that help the Niners? Like, they're trying to win a Super Bowl this year. And I don't know that that's something. I think they might prefer a pick this year. Okay, so let's talk about that. What's the most they could get this year? Could they get a second-round pick this year? I think if they could get if a team offered them a second-round pick right now, I think they'd take it, which to me says... He ain't worth the second round pick this year. And so let's say a team would offer him a third round pick. And I'm skeptical that that would even happen. But let's say they do offer the Niners a third round pick on draft night. Is that the difference between them winning the Super Bowl or not next year? The pick 84? Yeah. No. I, I don't know. No. I mean, I mean it could not. be if it was Russ, you know, if you drafted the right guy. But yeah, I mean, you I already know. have three thirds. Uh, yeah. Now exactly. you got four. Okay. Here we go. Super Bowl. There you go. Four, four thirds. <laughs> yeah. Three well, wasn't enough. Yeah, you know, here's the question. 
People go, people will say this a lot. You know, you can't trade Trey because look how many quarterbacks you went through and you don't know about Brock. Yeah, but that's the assumption that you think Trey is ready to play. If you think Trey is not ready to play, maybe there's a quarterback in this draft. I mean, the two guys that I keep hearing them link to are DTR and Jake Hayner. They both have a ton of experience. They both are more I call BS on DTR. I, the the day so? that Kyle Shanahan drafts a quarterback from a spread offense, no. It's not going to happen. I'm sure they love him. Whatever reason, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Otherwise, they would have drafted Justin Fields. Well, I not mean, D, the only thing is DTR did come off his best year. I mean, he was really good this last year. I love him. UCLA. I think he's this year's Jalen Hurts. But they didn't want Jalen Hurts. You know, and, and John Lynch kind of hinted to or said, hey, you know, we we were doing our due diligence. We're just doing our due diligence. He was trying to play down their interest in the rookie quarterbacks. But Hainer. if you're interested in a guy like Hayner or Clayton Toon or just anybody who you think's like played a lot of football and is ready to play, maybe if they're all in on winning this year, maybe they're going to prioritize this year over over the future to an extreme. And if they were going to do that, I guess you could see a world where you could technically trade Trey for a draft pick that you turn into Jake Hayner and say that you're improving in the present and, you know, I mean, and not the future. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I, I think it's the one thing about, um, about Lynch on this is that Lynch has come out and said that Trey needs to play. And then they created a scenario where Trey's not going to play. So right. it's like, you know, so I don't, I don't, you know, he, he needs to play, but then, Hey, Brock's our guy and Sam Darnold's is here and Kyle's describing him like he's awesome. So it's like, well, wait a second, he, him needing to play seemed like, yeah, of course he needs to play and lucky you, you got plenty of time to give to the quarterback, but now they've created this kind of situation where is he going to get a chance to play? So I, I get the feeling he's still going to get moved on draft day, despite what was said today. See, I don't, because I, I just don't think a team's going to give him a second. And, like, if it's a third, again, like, a team is thinking— Houston has two-thirds, though. <laughs> Houston could say, hey, we'll give you our second, or which would be a great pick, almost like a late first-round pick. Or they could say, I'll but give again, you two-thirds. What you're third. saying is the Niners would trade him for a third and then draft a quarterback. So what, what that team could do is, well, why don't they just take the quarterback? Why, why doesn't Houston just take Hayner? Why doesn't Houston take DTR? Because well, that, that guy, he, he'll be cheaper. I mean, I think Lance will be up $5 million a year. This guy will be one. He'll have four years on his deal as opposed to Lance, two. No broken ankle. And, and it's like also also Houston is supposed to have a different uh, opinion of Trey Lance than the 49ers. They came from the 49ers. Right. Maybe they, they feel the exact same way. They could feel exactly the same way. Oh, the only thing I would say is that you could say that, that you could make an argument that Trey Lance – because of his pedigree and because of his, his his athleticism, has higher higher value or higher level of future than Tanner McKee, Jake Hayner, Max Duggan, um, the guys who DTR. Um, I, if you said to me who's a better prospect, Lance or those guys, I would say long term Lance. Short term, I might go with like Tune or Hayner. If the Niners are looking for the next Brock Purdy, which of course they are, it's Jake Hayner. And I'm not saying Jake Hayner's as good as Brock Purdy, but if there is a next, quote-unquote, next Brock Purdy in this draft, it's Hayner. If that's what you're looking for, you're going to look at Hayner and be like, yep, he could he could excel in our offense too. The thing about Hayner is he's not nearly as mobile as Purdy. That's the way I look at it. As far as his arm goes, I think his arm talent is comparable to Purdy's. 
I to me, there's three guys that are that are Purdy like in this draft. Hayner, six feet, two hundred and seven pounds. I think he's Five got 11. a little a little bit better arm than Purdy, I think, but a little, but yeah. not as good a mobility. Then you have Jaron Hall from BYU, who I don't think is as good an arm as Purdy. He's a little bit lesser of an arm, but which, he's but he's got great mobility. And then yeah. there's Toon from Houston, who I think might be the best of all of them. I think he's, I think he might be got their a size, got a little speed, yeah, got a little he's experience. Two twenty, yeah. he's played yeah. a lot. He's been the captain, he's thrown he's a, a lot. Done, you know, now, but he also is coming out of a a, a, a spread system. So I I'm mean, telling you, Kyle will never do it. That is my one. That is my one prediction about Kyle. Like he won't say it. Mike won't say it. But they are definitely looking at specific scheme quarterbacks, which is a problem, especially in 2023 when college football is moving towards spread offense. I mean, every year, more and more teams, good teams with five star recruits are doing that. And I feel like more and more teams in the NFL are sort of adapting their offenses to that style. Like. Indy, Philly. I'm just saying, you don't want to be. You, you know, know I, I hear. You know, the only thing I'm trying to think about this logically. All I'll say about the Trey thing is this: if they don't, if they're not wanting to move him, and this is their way to develop him, I got to really question the wisdom <laughs> of it. You're not really saying anything positive about the kid. You're kind of, you're kind of almost. I mean. It's like it's almost like you're saying last year we gave you something you didn't deserve. This year we're not giving you jack. Right. And if and if you get it, you're gonna get it on your own. We're not gonna yeah. give you anything. And it's like, okay, yeah. but is he still? Isn't he still your asset that you're trying to develop? Yeah. Isn't he still valuable? Don't you want to put your arms around him and pump up his confidence? Yeah. Don't. Because considering how much you've, you've ruined it, this I mean, come is on. Your development plan to like tell him yeah. to ice him going into the draft weekend by ne- yeah. You know, and maybe it's all big boy stuff where they've said to him. John said they've been transparent. Maybe they went to him and said, "Hey, Trey, here's the reality." You know, we like Brock. We, we like, like Brock. Brock more than Lamar Jackson. So yeah, we like Brock a whole lot more than you. Yeah. So we like you know what Brock. I'm We're going with Brock. And, yeah, we're going with Brock. And you know what? Do you want to be here? And you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Grant would not be the first time if the player comes out and says, "Hey, I want to be here. I absolutely want to be here, and I'm just going to work like crazy." But while at the same time, his agent saying, "We don't want to be here." Um, so true. I, I, I did I, ask John I, point blank, have the agents call and he said, no flat. Said so maybe, no. maybe that's a call that happens in August You know, because from the, from the age, from the age's perspective, there may not be nothing to talk about now. Brock's got one arm and Sam Darnold's learning the offense. So you could relax and see what happens in July and August and then make that call at that. It's point. just, it is a weird world that we're in that multiple football insiders are openly stating that Sam Darnold, who all of us have seen really fail repeatedly, is somehow going to win the starting quarterback job away from Trey Lance this summer, where if you ask me who would win that, I'm going with Trey Lance all day and every day. Let me tell you something. Jordan Palmer, uh, Vish pointed this out to me. Vish, legend, uh, pointed out that Jordan Palmer was recently on a podcast, and he was talking about Trey Lance, and... He was asked about Trey Lance, and he basically said, well, you know, Lance is in a really good organization with a good team and uh, good coaches. He says, you know, Sam Darnold never has been, and he's going to be the Niners starting quarterback this year, and now he's going to be in an organization that's good. It was like, wait, slow down, Jordan. What did you just say? And, like, if you don't know who Jordan Palmer is, he's Carson Palmer's brother, and he's a very, very respected quarterback tutor or, or like, you know, coach. coach and he has worked – 
one-on-one with Sam Darnold for years, for years. They are very close. So for him to say that so casually with a lot of other insiders saying the exact same thing, it makes you wonder what the hell the Niners are telling people off the record like, hey, look, it's possible Brock starts on Pup. And, you know, we don't really have that much confidence in Trey, but we love Brock. We love Sam Darnold. We really love Sam Darnold. He's never been on a team like this before. Watch what happens. Watch what Kyle can do for him. Watch what... I'm just saying. So, um, what, what, what do you or, think of Jordan or, Palmer? I mean, or is it possible that they, you know, that somehow on some level they've worked out a deal that they're not telling us about? They don't want to reveal. I don't know because it doesn't. Another thing that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Why would you, you know, why? So, why would you talk up Sam Darnold? Why? why I mean, even if you love Sam Darnold, why would you talk him up? Why wouldn't you just? Wait and see it all play out. Right, it's, right. It's what is the weird. point of talking up Sam Darnold? Why? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, you one guy you've invested a ton in, and he's a young kid who probably needs to be brought along. Um, and you're you're basically gonna just say, ah, n- you know, you know, he's coming along and he'll be competing, and he's just focusing on competing. Um, where with Sam Darnold, it's like he's got as good a skill set as I've ever seen. He's he's you know. I mean, when when he's open, it's almost like saying, that. "Hey, forget Trey Lance. Like, don't stop thinking about Trey Lance." The, if I could have drafted Sam Darnold ahead of Trey Lance, I would have. This is the guy. I'm, I can't believe we got. He just fell in our lap. Like that's what they're trying to say. Really? Or you get some kid in your class who's like a great prodigy, and he's like a clear A student, but he hasn't been in your class. And you got some proven C plus student sitting right there, and you're like, "Hey, this C plus student's got talent. This guy's got yeah. ability. This guy's got yeah. desire." Yeah, no, he's a watch him get C this C plus. Watch him get this C plus. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be so good. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, exactly. It's hard to no, but I, I do. I, I think there's something the here, man. Stuff. There's too much smoke. I mean, you you're John Lynch. You know how much speculation there is. You know that it's the lead. The quarterback is the leader of your football team. If you wanted the speculation to end because there's nothing to it, you get you just say, hey guys, it ain't gonna happen. Trey's going to be here. He ain't going to be anywhere else. We're super excited. And so you guys are going down the wrong, wrong path with the whole line of questioning. Instead, it's like really measured. You know, I expect Trey to be here. I mean, I I expect Trey to be, I know I'm parsing words and people would say, crew, get a life, the whole deal. I get it. But it's just, you have the ability to say and end all speculation. Trey's going to be here. But instead, it's like, would you agree with this? I don't know. To me, when, when, the e- when the Ian Rappaport report came out last week, to me, that was the Niners sending a Hail Mary saying, hey, NFL, we tried to tell you at the NFL annual meetings when we said Brock's our guy, but no one called us about Trey. So, hey, the, the draft's in a week. We're fielding calls about, call us about Trey. And maybe a couple teams call and they're like, so what do you want? And the Niners like a second and they're like, and, and, and that was it. And so now John's like, yeah, man, I really don't see us trading Trey because no one's interested. That's how I read it. Also, if you've asked somebody for a high second round pick, you may know that you're willing to, t- and they're offering you two thirds. You may know when it comes time to it, push comes to shove when the clock's ticking that you'll take those two thirds today. So you know that you're going to yeah. potentially make a trade, but you're not getting. If there's what you been want, an offer, but you and we'll say, hey, yeah, we'll, we'll come you, back to you. you we'll maybe, call you. You know, it's like you got offered something that you would do, that you would do a trade for. Let's say the Texans called and said, hey, we want him, but we don't want to give you that high second. We'll give you the two thirds. You say, no, 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 I need that high second because I want yeah. somebody real significant. Um, no, we're offering the two thirds, and then now you're going to come back in this press conference and be like, you know, uh, you know, we're not getting what we're the today. It sounded like. 
he's available if you want him, but we're not getting the offers that we want. But it also, you got to think of it logically. He's Trey Lance is not every team's first choice. He might be some team's second choice. It might be some team's third choice. It might be some team's choice if they make a certain pick or if there's a certain the draft falls a certain way. So a lot of these things are conditional. So I bet you most of the teams that have interest have like kind of conditional interest. And Lynch and Shanahan are the only ones who know if there's an offer that they think they can get. I'll say this though. At the end of the day, where do you I have Trey ranked somewhere between Hendon Hooker and Tanner McKee? I could see where you could argue Hendon Hooker's better, but I would rather have Trey Lance. But that Hendon Hooker may go 20 and Tanner McKee go 40. And there's a big di- big divide there between that when the next quarterback's like gonna go in the third round, Jake Hayner. Any of those people who need a quarterback in there who call up and say, Hey, we'll give you our pick for Trey Lance. You're the 49ers. I think you're doing that, but you're not sitting there going, we got a deal in place because you don't, but you may know you'd take any pick in the second round and who knows, maybe any pick in the third round. I, you don't know what they're willing to take at this point for Trey. We don't know how eager they are to move on. Larry, Larry, a hundred percent, a hundred percent of Trey Lance's value, whatever that is at this point comes from 2019. Do you understand how long ago that was? In 2019, oh, yeah. it's a speculative I, I, prospect. I, I 2019, I didn't have a YouTube channel. I was posting uh, podcasts on. I was, I was living in, a, in an apartment. I had no Kia Stinger. I was broke. I mean, my whole life has changed. And that was a long time ago, 2019. Nah, man. I mean, now after what the Niners have done to him and, and what he's been through, I just don't think. I think most likely, if there were some calls, there were no offers. There might have been a conversation. I bet you the Niners have had zero offers for Trey Lance. That's I what agree. I think. But Zero. don't you think? Don't you think? Like, like if I'm te- if I'm the Texans, why offer anything right now for Trey Lance? You got two picks they, in the first. See how the round. draft goes. Yeah, see, see how the draft it goes. goes. You yeah. go defense at two or three, whatever. They're at two, and then I think they're at twelve or something. You see who's there at twelve. If there's a quarterback you want, if not, you go defense again, and then you just kind of play it as it comes. By the time the Texans get down to 30, 32, 33 for round two, they may say, "Hey, you know what? This is a pick we can move for Trey Lance." I don't think so. My guess is that from looking at the Bleacher Report projection projected trades, they were all like third, fourth, and fifth round picks. I guess my guess is that's where Trey's value is in the eye of the rest of the NFL. Like he's probably worth a third round pick. The question is, are the Niners willing to take no. a third round pick so. for him? You could say so they either. should be willing to. You could say they should, but I don't think they are. I don't think they. I don't think they are. I don't think they are. Um, yeah. So I guess, look, be we'll see what happens on draft night. It's possible that there are, let's say, eight quarterbacks who will go in the top three rounds. That could be generous. And maybe there's nine teams that want to draft quarterbacks in the top three rounds. And whichever team is, you know, loses that game of musical chairs, calls the Niners up and makes a uh, deal for Trey. I think that's it. That's the, that is the Hail Mary hope here for the 49ers. And I think, frankly, I would like to see, I hope they don't trade him. Because I don't think whatever they get back is going to move the needle this year. And I'd like to see what Trey Lance looks like with Christian McCaffrey before. I'd like to see Trey Lance start like a few more games before we say that he's for sure a failed bust. Because to me, I mean, he's two and two as a starter. Like you could say Zach Wilson is a freaking bust way before you could say Trey Lance is. But that's just me. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I know. It, 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 there, and there's so many options and we don't know how they have them evaluated. I will say this, though. If this is like some master plan to motivate him i think the plan <laughs> sucks. i think the plan sucks i think, the plan I think sucks. most of their quarterback plans suck 
Fish and Chips say again, talking about players while Kid Kyle escapes. I really think that the Niners like the quarterback drama because it's 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 like we can't not talk about it. Like once there's a quarterback drama, we, that's all you could talk about. And so you don't complain about the coach or well the only that. thing that gets me is the people that are like you know you guys are just parking your car there because you got nothing to talk about and it's like hey you know th th they could they could have ended this discussion at the combine didn't the owners meeting didn't there's right. they've had many opportunities along they're, the they're, way. At, what lynch Easily essentially said today said, was trey's our guy man we invested a, this is here's the answer that all you gotta hey what's the status of trey I realize, guys, why you're asking because you know he's gone through a rough couple of years with the injuries and the this yeah. and that stop and starts. But hey, you know what? We still we, love the kid. We, we think he's him. still he's super yeah. special. He's he gonna got be hurt. great, and he's yeah. gonna be great in a Niner uniform. Yeah, and you guys, we can't wait till to see I his mean, future. We, Brock was Up great, but you know what? Yeah, excited. Jed's yeah. excited. You know, yeah, but they instead, don't do that. We're get you know, uh, he's on the team right now. Um, yeah, uh, I expect Trey to be here. <laughs> you're with Ayuk, you're like, yeah, key cog. He's not going anywhere. We're going Bosa, for this we don't year. Even, yeah, that, that hotline's closed. We're hotline's closed. We're not taking that call. He's here, man. Whew. You know, but with Trey, it's they're they're not going that far. So obviously they got a price. Only they know what it is. They're obviously they're trying to, they're trying to get as high a pick as they can. The question Good is luck. This, what's Good luck. the lowest pick that the 49ers would take to and move Trey Lance? I think it's probably Houston's two thirds. If you, I there would Houston, have to be Houston's the no, team that makes the most sense. I think Houston's two thirds. It would probably be the lowest. Fans would price flip out. Pick. Fans would flip out. For the if, if there's not a second round pick in the package, fans will flip out, and Jed's not going to let it happen. It's not going to happen. That's true. I bet you, you have a lot of side bets going, but he's <laughs> not getting traded for a third round pick. I don't think it. I think two you're going to lose that bet to Ryan. Two thirds. Nah. Nope. I don't think it's going to happen. And you could say that they should take it. Because we'll honestly, if they wait, it, that, that, that price could go down. If he doesn't win this job, if he sits another year, pff, you could cut him next year. So they might think about it, but I don't think they'll do it. But that's my just seems like a, It seems awfully, if this is how they motivate their You got skin in the game. You got to bet down, man. You got skin in the game. You're, you're hoping <laughs> to win, and I, believe, I understand. But I'm just, I, don't ha I don't have a bet down. Jordan says Larry's still reaching that narrative. that <laughs> He's got skin in the game. I understand. When I pay, place bets, I want to win, too. Elias says Niners had to choose between developing Lance or going after uh, the Lombardi. Purdy, more of sure thing. Trade rumors, purely testing market for Lance. It's clear that the, the Niners don't want to go through any growing process for Trey Lance, which is why I wonder why they traded, drafted him in the first place. Like, what did you think you were getting? A finished product? Really? Because the rest of the league said he was a project. 808. One thing I'll say is that the only thing, because it's like weird, right? Last year they were all on Lance. This year they're not. What, what's changed? What's what happened? Changed, what's changed, I think, is, is Purdy has arrived. And then the other thing is, and they believe in him, obviously. But then the other thing I think is just they're looking at Trey and they're saying, you know what? We think he's going to be good. But I think the Niners view their timeline like, they got there's a ton of urgency about this year, this year, this year, and I think that's motivating them to listen to offers for Trey. Is that they look at him as not this year, they look at him as a long term play. Um, and so I think they want to see if they can get value. Also, he was someone year. they were supposed to have developed for this year, but they botched that and they can't undo what they did. 
808 Niner says the only thing we know about Brock Purdy is that he's better than Jimmy. If you get rid of Trey and all you got is Sam and a rookie because nobody knows if when Brock Purdy returns. What up, Larry? Warriors and six. F the beam. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, the Niners, again, John Lynch said today they're not interested in, in Lamar Jackson because that's how much they like Brock Purdy. Like, dude, slow down. You got Brock Purdy. He, you know he's a great backup for you. You got him for three more years. Why is the search over? Why are you doing this? Keep looking. Keep looking. It could not hurt. They're all in on Brock. Such I mean, every mistake. time they have an opportunity to say so, they do. Such a mistake. Battle, uh, Battle Beast 19 says Larry on draft night. Crickets. Nah, Larry won't be quick. Larry, Larry's going to be working oh, drafting. I'll night. be there. I'll be there. That's right. Papa Phil says, first super chat. Thank you, Grant, for all that you do. Thank you, Papa Phil. Elias Soto says, Niners hoping for a Geno Smith revive for Darnold or breakout for Lance. QB comp for first few games if, party, if Purdy can't start the first few weeks. I would agree. I think the Niners feel that Darnold is Alex Smith, and he's been in bad situations, bad franchises, and that this is the first time he's, in, he's on a good team with a competent coach, and let's see what happens. I think that's what they're thinking. And they might be right. If we get that competition, I'd be shocked if Darnold beat out Lance. I really would. I don't know about that. And I'm a Lance guy. Lance, Remilia- you think Lance is that raw? Yeah, he is that raw. And the whole thing with Lance, when you drafted him and you traded up, you were supposed to go into it with your eyes wide open, knowing what he is, knowing what it would take. And the Niners draft him, and they're like, wait a second, he's raw. This is raw. Like, what? It was yeah. on the menu, not cooked. Completely raw. And then I was like, wait a second. Can I talk to the chef? This isn't even cooked at all. Like, yeah, yeah, man. You got to read. It's called reading. I'm sorry. Niners all in. Big pizza. Have you heard the concept? Yes. Yeah. Don't tell me you're freaking surprised by this. Romelia Sports Report says Niners all in. Kyle still not in the hot seat year seven. Hey, man, it's 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 an interesting team around here. They're in the mix. All Niners says, join late. I'm sure you covered this, but Salah's going all in with that trade, making Kyle look bad. I do think it's interesting that freaking Robert Salah got an MVP quarterback before Kyle. That's I didn't see that coming. Fishing chips, says Purdy Arm, Trey Ankle Recovery in Sam's brain. <laughs> it's like it's like the Wizard of Oz. Super funny. A heart, a brain. Sorry. Papa Phil says the Niners ended a while ago. You're uh, watching Santa Clara Broncos. Trey Area stand up. Ooh, because of the Shanahan's? The, the Santa Clara Shanahan's. Santa Clara Shanahan's. Santa, okay. Everyone Santa Clara had a football team. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey spoke today. I asked Christian McCaffrey about Sam Darnold because I knew what Christian would say. I knew where this was going. They went to the Warriors game together. They're friends. They played together for two years. I asked, I said, Christian, what kind of quarterback are the Niners getting in Sam Darnold? And he was just, oh. Guys, 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 so guys went on and on and on about how tough he is and professional and talented and gifted and everything. What did you think of how he, Christian McCaffrey, like literally the leader and alpha on this offense, gushed over the Niners' third string quarterback? He loves him. He loves him. Loves him. It's amazing. Sam Darnold must, Sam Darnold must be the, just an awesome guy. Or he like buys every beer. <laughs> You know what I mean? Hey, he still Chris, got his. I got, I got you, bro. I got you. Yeah, he still got his signing bonus know? from 2018, and he's yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yep. he's either buying everybody beer, or you know, he's just the world's greatest guy. Because yeah, I mean, he glowed about him, and you know, he's confident. And he's this, and he's that, and yeah. it's amazing. Kyle talks him up. Christian talks him up. He's a very popular guy. This Sam Darnold. 
Absolutely. And I think this is another thing that's working against Trey Lance in this competition is like, I don't think anyone on this team has those feelings for him. I mean, the, the, the organization brought him in to replace their friend in Jimmy Garoppolo. And that that's not Trey's fault, but that always was working against him. And he hasn't played. So no one on the team can say anything confidently about what he is, what he does, blah, 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 blah. Sam has played like 50-something games. And what I think a lot of players feel is he got screwed. You know, he played for terrible teams, terrible coaches, Adam Gase, Matt Rule, never complained, always took the, got scapegoated. And I think people feel for him. And now they're rooting for him. And they don't look at Trey Lance as being in that situation. Like he was on the best team. He was, you know, he was in a great situation and he wasn't ready for it. I think that's kind of how they look at it. So I, I, you already have the alpha on the offense in Sam's corner. How, how long until his use check too? How long until his Kittle too? I mean, I'm glad they believe in him. I mean, what's the alternative? Oh, they don't believe in him. So, I mean, I'm glad they believe in him, but the tepid praise they give Trey. Oh, he's a good guy. You know, when they, when they don't believe in a quarterback, when they, they, they talk about his personality, he's such a good guy. That's right. not what they say about Sam. No. It's scary. Though, um, and, and, and Sam's numbers in that last game that you put out on Twitter a few weeks ago was like, that was the horrendous. horrendous game. So <sighs> I'll say this, his highlight reel, if you just Google Sam Darnold 2022, You'll see a number of really interesting plays where he shows arm strength, he shows mobility, he's got size. Yeah. He played, you know, his highlight reel looks good. Yeah. But so why is he throwing all these picks? And why he threw a bunch of picks at, picks at SC too? So it wasn't like he he threw a bunch a of picks when he played with McCaffrey. Right. He played with McCaffrey already. He still sucked. It's amazing. I'm sorry. They love him. They love him though. They're talking him I, up. I, I actually think that Kyle thinks that Darnold can do as much or more than Purdy. And I think he wants to prove it. And I think he's going to be so wrong. I think he's going to be so wrong. But you're right. I think he feels like, look, on this team, as long as Darnold just manages the game and doesn't turn the ball over, he can do everything that Purdy can do and more. He can push the ball down the field better. He's bigger. Yeah, but he's a walking turnover. And he's been that since college. Like, you really think that's going to change here because you're giving him McCaffrey, who he's already played with? I call BS. I Personally, I would just love to see Trey Lance be able to run the same offense that Purdy got to run, that Jimmy gets to run, instead of just quarterback power runs and and like, oh, well, you know, we're going to run them. How about just... just Pocket movement off play you know, action, Shallow please. crossers, dump it to the flat, you know, give them some options, some take some shot plays. Don't just, you know, I mean, I'd like to see what Trey looks like in a just a an offense that didn't ask him to run, that just allowed him to scramble. Because yeah, to me, I... Hand I'd off rather, and throw. Like a right. quarterback. Quarterback. <laughs> I mean, he's only averaging four yards a carry, like 4.4 yards per carry. Like, there's you got seven guys on the team that, that'll give you more than that. So let him hand off. Because it does seem like defenses are concerned about him running. So good. Let him hand off. Let, let, him, let him make life easier for the running backs. And then let him do play action on pocket movement left and right. That's what you do for Brock. I mean, look, the way I look at Brock is that out of the shotgun, he's good. But... He's a little small and his arms a little limited on play action. He's great because you can move him all over the place. He's he's so quick. He's a really, really, really good play action quarterback, which makes him a great fit for this team. I think Trey can be a good play action quarterback, too. It's just he's always in the shotgun running the zone read. Just saying. 
I would uh, to me the Atlanta game last year was a perfect example of I think what Trey potentially could be. Look what Mariota was. Look how much pressure the yeah. the uh, that Mariota's presence and those totally put mediocre running backs put on that Niner front. You never knew they were on their heels ball. the whole game. Yeah. They they play ball, but see that's the kind of offense they they it's not necessarily an explosive offense. It's a run heavy ball yep. control, right? Uh, run, you know, for, run your quarterback on third and one kind yep. of an offense. Keep the chains moving, dominate time uh-huh. of possession. There's nothing wrong with that though. I mean, right. you can win keep your quarterback out of obvious passing situations, like on third and seven. That could be a run, and that's how that's how the Eagles are too. Like they never ever put. Jalen hurts in a situation where he knows he's knows he's throwing because they're always winning. They go, they run on third down. They go for it on fourth down. They're the best offensive line in the league. That makes his job a lot easier. I'm still a little skeptical. I like Jalen hurts a lot, but they just made him the highest paid player of all time. Like, is he that great? Or do they do a good job of accentuating all the strengths staying ahead of the chains? Yeah. All of that stuff. He's always got action at his disposal and all kinds of play fakes. But yeah, I mean, it's effective and they're winning games and they went to the Super yeah. Bowl. And Hell yeah. you know, you kind of wonder, you look at Trey and go, wait a second, he could do all that. He what could do he, all that? Same with Justin Fields. Yeah. Same with Anthony Richardson. Like it's it's interesting because I feel like with Trey, he has to learn this whole offense. It's a whole, it's a whole new um language. It's so hard to play especially if you haven't done anything like this before. Brock has. I just feel like what they do in Philly is easy as hell. It's just college offense. I think Shanahan's prioritizing. You have to be able to take the layups in the passing game that you get. And Trey, in his mind, probably doesn't take those layups um, or doesn't make them. Then you them misevaluated him. Then you misevaluated. I wanted to ask John today, but we got cut off. I was going to try to get the last question. Did you misevaluate Trey or did he not improve at the rate that you thought he would? Because something happened. What was it? Was it one of those two? What, did you miss? Was he, is he not as athletic as you thought? Is he not as good of a thrower as you thought, or did you think he'd make more strides by now? Because it had to be one of the two, right? You know what I think, you know, and and that conversation is not one that he's, that question is not one he's going to entertain on any real level as long as Trey is wearing a 49er uniform. Yeah, when he's not on the team, he he would address that. I think if if he was being totally honest, and it's a fair question, I think the answer is this, is that they have dialed up the urgency on their Super Bowl window with this group, with Trent and and Kittle and Bosa, to they can see the end. And they know they've got like this year and next year, and that's it. And so they're looking at Trey going, you know what? We think it's going to take a year or two, and we only have a year or two left. And so I think nothing has happened with Trey. They don't feel any differently about Trey. I just think yeah. that they're looking at Brock, and they're looking at their window, and they're saying Brock fits our window better than Trey's development fits our window. We're all in with Brock and we'll entertain a deal for Trey. Now the only question is, what are they willing to take? It just feels like an epiphany they should have had before they traded up to the third pick. I mean, it's just, we're supposed to give them a pat on the back because they realized that their timeline didn't match up with Trey's. Like, I really could have told you that more than two years ago. And when they traded up and were considering Trey, I think that was the biggest con- – like, hold on, you're telling me this win-now team really has the time and the bandwidth to get him up to speed? I don't see it. But, I mean, when they did it, I was like, wow, well, God love them. They must have a plan. And the plan was sit him for a year. That didn't work. I mean, th- this whole well, thing feels wanted, like two they, years too late. They were never – in my opinion, they were never committed to the rookie growing pains. They were only committed to the advantages of the rookie contract. So, like, they wanted a quarterback on a rookie contract. Lynch said it again today. 
when he was asked about Lamar, he's like, mm. hey, we built this team in a certain way. Then they should have drafted Davis Mills in round we, three. We built this team thinking that we have to have a rookie quarterback or a quarterback on a rookie deal. So that was their commitment. I don't think they were ever truly committed to taking the lumps that most rookie quarterbacks take in this league. They made him so expensive by trading up, and it's like you can't trade up for a project. Like whoever takes Anthony Richardson better not trade up for him. That's a guy who just falls to you, and you're like, hey, like the Seahawks. The Seahawks have two first-round picks this year. If he just happens to fall to them and one of them, they can be like, hey, man, I mean, we didn't even plan to have this pick. He's here. Who cares? Like, great. But you trade up three You trade three first-round picks to move up to them. Like, everyone, every day, national, locals, like, so what's, what's, up, what's up with Trey? What's up with Trey? What's up with Trey? Is he ready? Is he ready? Is he ready? First, oh, he's not ready. You fucked up. Whoa, my God. Like, and that's what happened to him. There was, you created this level of scrutiny, and I, I think it was probably a mistake. Probably a mistake. What do you think well, was going to happen? I, I just think it's like one of those things where they love the the idea of getting a young quarterback on a rookie deal that they could build around and 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 win with. But I don't think they were ever really though. committed to losing for any period of time. And as the as they kept putting off his debut, and then all of a sudden the urgency to win has gotten greater and greater. Now they're at a point where they're like, "Hey, man, it is time for us to win a Super Bowl," and. Over here, you got a quarterback that may take half a year to a year to a year and a half to two years to two and a half years. We don't know how long, but somewhere in that window, he needs some time to develop. And they're and they're I just don't like, buy that though, Larry. I don't buy that. Brock. I don't buy that narrative that all they wanted was a quarterback on a rookie deal. Because if they wanted, if that's what they wanted, you don't move up to three. You stay at twelve and you take Mac Jones, or or you freaking take Davis Mills in round three. Because what they've seen now is they can get. Quarterbacks in round seven who fit their scheme and win. I, but here's that, the one difference. That, the one difference is I think when once you saw when they saw Mahomes and Allen Grant, they saw that's correct. Those guys had high that's level correct. movement ability. So I don't think they ever really wanted a Mac Jones. I could be wrong about that. But I think they saw that you got to be able to play from the pocket, but you have to have off schedule movement ability. And then they now they have that with Brock Purdy. They have a guy who can move incredibly yeah. well. Now the question is, but he can't push the ball down the field like those other top quarterbacks. What's his high end ability? What's his? What does he look like off this surgery? That's the big question too. Because I I mean, like short, intermediate, moving. He's all good, but he doesn't. You, 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 he might have completed one pass that traveled more than thirty yards or or thirty-five yards in the air. He hit the one to Kittle down the middle. He might have had one or two more, but I think everything else is a little bit thirty yards and in, twenty-five yards and in, and over you know the long haul, our, our defense is gonna. Squeeze him. I don't know. I feel like most of the great quarterbacks, I mean, can air it out when they have to. Just to keep you honest. Just to keep you honest. I don't know. I mean, uh, did you feel like what we were seeing last year wasn't legit? I thought it was totally legit. He's on the best team in the league. And, I mean, he, he definitely won a bunch of games. And he, and did. And, he did. And, I mean, Nick he, Foles he, won a Super Bowl in the Eagles, man. Yeah. I'm just he saying. Hot. I, he got, he so got hot. Think, Purdy got hot. Per, per, well, cause, you know, I don't know if I, see my whole thing is if you go watch the Purdy Iowa State film, he looked a little bit like that. He looked a little bit like if that. If you put Purdy on, let's say, the Jets last year, what would have happened? You put Purdy on the Cardinals last year, what would have happened? Like, I think he played great last year. Jimmy played great last year when they got Christian McCaffrey. It's a great yeah. team. It's a great team. And I, I just, I, I have questions about Hurts too. I still think Hurts is much better than than Purdy. You could disagree with that, but Hurts is on the the best team in the NFC. No weaknesses on that team, and the scheme sets them up. Like Purdy's in the same freaking situation, and Foles won a Super Bowl in that situation. I I just feel like 
the search for a franchise quarterback should continue until Purdy either wins a Super Bowl or I don't know. I, I I'm a little skeptical. I gotta say. Yeah, no, I hear I you. Say. I hear you. Well, yeah. I'm, I, I agree with you. By the way, you don't have a franchise quarterback until you do, and if you yeah. and since you can't typically win in the NFL without one, you unless you know you have one, you got to keep, gotta looking, keep drafting and looking for one. And that's why I do like. So bring in Jake Hayner. Freaking bring yeah, in Jake Hayner, man. Clayton do it. June, Jake Hayner. Do it. If, you know, yep. whoever you think it's is the guy. Um, yep. Take bring a that swing. guy in. But I mean, Take I. But the only thing is, you can only have three. And if you bring them, bring in a rookie quarterback in this draft, that means you're trading Trey Lance or that Brock Darnold after the year or, or Darnold. Or Darnold. Yeah. Hey, man, make, make a survivor. I like that. <laughs> Someone's getting kicked off the island. This is real serious. You're, I like that. And, and also, what, what did John Lynch say today? They went through five quarterbacks last year. Yeah, you did. So maybe find a way to have five on on in the building. Stand somehow. by. I don't know. Twist on standby like that. <laughs> Twisted clown says Kyle Grant. I'm gonna uh, show the NFL the super flying V. Sam at quarterback. Trey Ed Brock split fullback. CMC and, and Debo split running back. Kyle. He's, he's just always one step ahead. BattleBear19 says Brock fits our window. Is the dumbest thing I've heard. We've been hearing this since 2021. No rings. Way tougher schedule this year. AFC North is tough. Well, I mean, look, he he does fit the timeline. The question is, is he good enough? And it is fair to wonder if Trey does fit the timeline because of what happened the last two years. Well, okay. Actually with Larry we, on that. We, I mean, think about it. We've seen Brock win games. We've seen Brock win Eight. playoff games. Yep. No doubt. So he's obviously ready to win right now. He's good Why? to go. Because you want him on your team. Saw him win. Trey, yeah. we hope Hat can ha- can do that, but it's same projection. with Donald. Same with yeah. Donald. Oh, Sir Payne says. Yeah, Sir Payne says Larry hates Trey so much he does it that he would trade Trey for the last pick of the draft because he believes the Niners will pick another. Pre- Hold on. So, so tr- Larry makes a prediction, and people say he hates the guy. There's a difference between saying I think this is going to happen from I think this is I think this should happen. I think you've been pretty clear. That you wouldn't trade him for anything less than a one. Isn't that your stance? Well, my stance is I I I think that first of all, I was the guy who wanted him to begin with. At this point, I would trade him for a late one or a high two. Okay. Because uh, to okay. me, if you get a high two, you might be able to get Michael Mayer from Notre Dame. You might be able to get Foskey, who Michael they Mayer. met with at the pro day. Yeah. I love Michael Mayer. I love Foskey. I love Kalijah Kansi. Kalijah Kansi, I think, is a super special player. I mean, it's clear that the Niners want to have an awesome D-line. If you could here's, add Kalijah Kansi to your D-line, I'd rather have that. Here's Absolutely. how the Niners do that. Here's how the Niners trade Trey Lance for a late first or early two. Add another player to the deal. And or that way you don't... that Or player, because if it's another player, then you don't really know what Lance's value was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ambry you don't Thomas know. And it's not embarrassing. Or someone with actual value who isn't doesn't suck. Sorry, Ambry. That was kind of mean. But well, or go. or you take a young quarterback coming back, you know, come, going back the other way. You know, maybe you take a Davis. Zach Mills. Wilson. Zach I've been Wilson. asking everyone this. Wow. Who says no? Trey for Zach. Who says no? Which team and why? Um I think I, I think that I think both teams say no. I think okay. the Niners say no because you know, Zach Wilson has never proven that he can work in a muddy pocket. And NFL pockets are always muddy. I mean, there's always people around you. He doesn't like the bodies around him. He, he It's clear. He didn't. He, you saw it at BYU. He never really operated in a muddy pocket. In the NFL, you're yeah. always got buddy, bodies hurled around you. So I think they would say I no. I think the Jets would do it. You think the Jets I think the Jets would say yes. I think they want to get him out of that building. I think they're out on him because of who he is. I think they want him out. 
And I think with Trey, you can look at him as like, oh, we could sit in behind Aaron Rodgers for a year. Like, we're perfect. Trey, Trey's not a toxic person. And then from the Niners' perspective, I think they really liked him when he was coming out. And again, they could think the same thing with Darnold. Like, you know, Zach Wilson's been with the Jets. That's a poverty franchise. Like, come over here. You're from the West Coast-ish in Utah. You'll fit in over here. There'll be no pressure. We like you. I don't know. I think I don't know. I, I, don't could, see know. I could see Minnesota stashing hey. Trey behind Cousins for a year. I can see that. I can see that. David W. says, again, questions at quarterback and O-line. Really a Super Bowl window? Thought all Super Bowl contenders have elite quarterbacks and good O-lines. That's what I thought, but the Niners, you know, have a different script that they're going to. They're, they're the, you know, they got what they got. Well, right now, the, by the way, the 49ers are the, the highest number over under in Vegas. Highest number of wins this year. So Vegas that's thinks amazing. they're going to win the most games. Well, it's their division. They, yeah, they got a lousy true. division. True. It's true. Chap says we need, we trade Brock like Larry wants. What happens if Brock isn't the same? We trade Brock. I don't think Larry's I'm saying not, trade Brock. What happens if Brock no. isn't the same? It doesn't matter because you got Sam Darnold. Have you uh, Sam Darnold is one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Do you know that? One of, the here, he, one of the these things are don't have to you know they 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 aren't necessarily tied together. If the 49ers, the 49ers either do or don't believe in Trey Lance, and you don't you're not going to know it based on what they're saying. You have to judge what they're doing because there nobody says nobody's going to devalue their asset intentionally. We don't like them. You know, it kind of sucks. We drive and we don't like him. Nobody's going to say that. So we don't know exactly how they feel about mm. Trey. We do know exactly how they feel about Brock. They like Brock. They've said it. And they've loved Darnold. And they say that. So I know. the fact that they're not loving up on Trey kind of makes me think that. And, they're, and they won't just say, you know what? He's going to be on the team. Makes me think that if the right player or the right team calls this weekend with the right picks, that they'll pull the trigger. That's my guess. Yeah. But... The Niners won't be so lucky. Fish and Chips says good chance quarterback we need isn't on the team. That's what I think. I'm not so. I mean, the way I look at it is Brock. Wow. Brock's got a spot in this team for sure. But is he Nick Foles or is he Jalen Hurts? I would say he's Nick Foles. But I guess I could be wrong. I mean, John Lynch clearly thinks he's better than Lamar Jackson. So <laughs> there's a difference of opinion here. We'll have to see who's right. I'm going with Nick Foles. You think? But I'm just, usually wrong. You think it's just a hot streak? You think I think he's just gonna, it's a great he's a team. Backup. He's a career backup, it's, and it's a hot streak. He's a great backup. He's, he's a great backup with mobility who fits this system perfectly and is on a hell of a team. Number one defense in the league. Number one, I mean, the best weapons in the league. Like, yeah, he should be able to win on this team. I think a quarterback who can't win on this team might really suck, which is the, why the Niners are be, looking at Lance the, at the way they Jimmy, are. Like, hey, Before Purdy, though, 9-29, and 29, all quarterbacks not named Jimmy yeah, in the but same I mean, somebody, team. Same but system. that wasn't the same team. Like, Nick Mullins never played with Christian McCaffrey. And, what, 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 I mean, Debo was out all of 2020. Like, it wasn't always the same team. I think if but, I put, mean, they've been a consistent winner. They've been in three of the last four NFC Championship games. And one of those guys, one of those teams went to the Super Bowl. 2020, they sucked. They were hurt. They had the most. They like a, 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 they set a record for injuries in 2020. Yeah, they did. They sucked that year. Anyway. anyway they had a ton of guys Isaiah, Isaiah Gill says, Trey freaking area. Hey, yo. <laughs> Chap says, Lance, my bad. I already forgot what you talked about, but at least he said my bad. Thank you very much. Moving on. Who's the most gifted quarterback in the 49ers quarterback room? Just gifted. Because this is a whole day. Not, not who's the best right now. Because I guess that would have to be Brock, given what he's done. I'm talking gifted. I mean, I, I, to me, I feel like Kyle might say Sam Darnold, which might just make me fall wow, over. I don't know. Wow. 
Um, yeah. I mean, I guess I guess I would have to say Trey, just from the standpoint of, you know, the one thing he did at North Dakota State that nobody we never talk about at all, but he was just this awesome play action fake guy, great at great taking snaps under center, great in the play action game from under center. Footwork was down, head fakes, mm-hmm. ball fakes, all really strong. Mm-hmm. Um, he ran for 1,100 yards. Mm-hmm. He threw for like 28 touchdowns, and I think only one interception. Or was it none? It might have been, been none. Might have been can, none. Can, I, can I read his scouting report real quick? The, I mean, the, it's, the it's strengths crazy from NFL? Stat line, took care of the football, set the protections. L- let me read these, these strengths real quick on his draft profile. Because it's kind of wild that this was written two years ago. This is what they wrote about him. Strengths. Film junkie with high football IQ and NFL frame. Makes calls to set his own protections. Bouncy feet for accelerated pocket setups. Play fake aficionado from under center, causing defenders to consistently bite. Passing scheme encourages full field reads. Processes progressions very quickly, can work to its fourth read when protected. Able to mentally recalibrate his attack when play comes off schedule. Taking care of the football is a priority for him. Rarely takes bait against zone defenders and safeties looking to pounce. Compact, twitchy release. Partially mitigates his windup. Makes attempt to throw targets away from coverage. Adequate anticipation on timing routes. Makes quality touch throws into sideline buckets and over linebackers. Knows his way around the pocket and can make sudden escapes. Above average speed, athleticism, and power when he's on the move. Able to move the chains in a variety of ways. That's a lot of strengths! And we've picked, you know, if you close your eyes, you can picture almost all of those traits. The only thing on that entire report that I would say I'd even push back on at all is I think his motion has a little bit of a hitch and it's not the cleanest motion and there's all kinds of he's uh, not a natural that can, you, no, it, no well it's just not a natural motion from where he takes the ball no. when he's holding it to when his release point there's movement there that there's there's refinement that needs to be necessary and also mm. i would say he i've seen less of the touch passes that that were described there i think it's there we saw a beautiful one to danny gray down the sideline against green bay in the preseason where he dropped it in the bucket I mean, it was absolutely mm. perfect, but I see less of those throws. I see a guy who's kind of throws a lot, throws some of that stuff really super hard. But a lot of that stuff I do see. I mean, a lot of that stuff I really believe are le- his legitimate strengths. What's crazy is when his first pro day happened, people flipped out. And if you remember, you can look it up. Daniel Jeremiah wrote his scouting report of Trey Lance right around then. At the end, he had a pro comparison for him. Can you guess? Who he compared Trey Lance to? Daniel Jeremiah. Daniel Jeremiah. Guess. Mahomes. Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. I mean, damn. And now you're looking at him as like, man, is this guy Blaine Gabbard? Is this guy going to be in like on the Toronto Argonauts in a couple years? Like how could this, he gets four starts and the team's like, no, 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 no. Like that's it. That's to me is just crazy. You can't tell me. I mean, let me let me look at Sam Darnold. Let's let's go back and he was the third pick in the draft. Let's reacquaint ourselves with Sam Darnold's profile. What is he working with? Okay, let's see. He's been on bad teams. Lance Zerline. Here's his strengths. Has desired NFL size. Trusts his pocket and keeps eyes down the field. Looks off safeties. Takes what the defense is offering and won't overcomplicate it. Scans full field and eyes don't get bogged down on a single target. Gets through progressions like a pro. Throws with desired anticipation and timing. Isolates deep ball opportunities pre-snap. There isn't a throw he fears. Impressive feel for spatial relationship between target and defender. Trust his arm and placement. Naturally accurate with tight spirals. Oh, tight spirals. Has arm talent to uncork it quickly. Rifles it to hitches and swing passes, giving them more time to step. Operate. Has velocity, timing, and accuracy to own the deep out. 
tough in and out of the pocket, feels edge pressure and climbs away from sharks circling the arc, shakes off sack attempts and throws with accuracy and pace when on the move, completion percentage unaffected by the blitz. Man, this guy is like the greatest ever. Sudden processor when faced with free running blitzers, can pump and recalibrate, tough runner who can move the sticks, doesn't get shaken by in-game mistakes, shows quality leadership and poise. Oh my God, that's a Hall of Famer. Wow, he's they're on the same team. The Niners must have the best quarterback room in the league. I take it all back. Whoa. Whoa. Sam Darnold. Wow. Okay. That's an awesome. John report. Elway. Well, okay. I, you know, okay. A couple things in there that I think that people have, you know, have talked about for a long time. It's the accuracy. People mm. like the accuracy of Sam mm. Darnold. But as far as manipulating safeties and this is that, you know, this guy's turned the ball over a lot, a lot. And it wasn't just for the bad jets go. He turned the ball over a lot at USC. So, you know, yes, he's six, four, um, you know, but I mean, four, eight, five. So it's not a crazy 40 time, you know, I mean, it's 26 inch vertical, not a crazy athletic build. I mean, nah. it's, you know, um, and the, yeah, they compared him to luck. That's amazing. What's crazy about Darnold too is like even if he if he is known for his accuracy, that's crazy because his his career completion percentage is fifty nine point seven, and last year when he had his career renaissance, it was fifty eight point six. So to me, I don't know. I mean, he, I think I actually think Lance and um, Darnold are kind of similar. I think they're in that Blaine Gabbert mold of big, strong, fast, smart guys that get picked really high, but they're arm throwers that don't really control the ball that well. And Gabbard never fixed it. Darnold's trying. I don't know if he ever will. And Lance is 22 years old and trying. But these are big, strong guys, fast, smart, seemingly the prototype. But what is the accuracy really? Like, are, are you mechanically sound? Or are you just guys who've been winging it your whole lives because you're so gifted? That's what I look at. Well, I mean, I just think that what was Trey Lance when he came out? He was super inexperienced. Yep. Um, and he was coming off the S FCS level. And if you read that Lance Zeroline NFL.com report, it quotes an AFC personnel executive from an AFC team. And he said, basically, he says, you have to be really patient with him. And are they being <laughs> Niners? Really four yeah. starts. Peace. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. I would say no, although they did. I mean, they didn't play him right away, which I guess. I mean, hold on. So this is Daniel Jeremiah, what he said about him two years ago. What I liked, poise, accuracy, decision-making, playmaking ability, toughness. I mean, Jesus, man. What he reminds me of, Andrew Luck. I know Luck is a little bit bigger, but they are similar athletes, and they both play with the maturity beyond their age at the college level. I remember watching Luck run over defenders. I also remember being so impressed with his ability to execute on key plays in every game. I see the same things when I study Lance. More than anything else, these are two guys who exude confidence on the field. They are fearless, but they avoid being reckless. That's a very delicate balance. Luck was on his way to a Hall of Fame career before shocking the football world and retiring a year ago. I don't have quite the same grade on Lance, but he could get there with continued growth and development. Hall of Fame! That was two years ago, man. The guy has lost two games in the NFL, and people are like, man... He might be the biggest bust ever. I just, it's amazing. It's really amazing how it just shows change. that it, it shows that, you know, it, it, he required patience and development and didn't get it. I, I wondered, uh, you know, on draft day, I know Kyle Shanahan's smart. I know he's a good offensive coach. I know he can call plays. I know his offense produces points, but that doesn't make you a quarterback guru. And that doesn't mean you True. can develop, develop a quarterback and preach. You know what? I think, I think at this point, 
you know, Brock Purdy is perfect for him because he's ready to roll. He doesn't need any development. And if you told me in this draft that they were going to wind up trading Trey Lance and winding up with another quarterback like a Jake Hayner Hayner. or somebody who's played a ton, 48 career college starts who also could... I my guess is I could easily see it happen. If they if they trade Trey Lance for Jake Hayner straight up, I'm telling you fans are gonna lose it. I don't think they're that bold. Maybe Kyle is. Jed ain't. I'd love to see him do it. But and I know you want to win that bet. I'm rooting for you to win that bet. <laughs> but I just don't see it. Hey, God love you if you do though. God love. I'll tip my hat to you. Most gifted <laughs> quarterback on the Niners. I don't know. I mean. Was Trey Lance the most misevaluated quarterback of all time? How do you go from being compared to Andrew Luck to competing with Sam Darnold for a job? Sam Darnold was, I think, compared to Sam Andrew Luck coming out of USC. Like, wasn't he the guy who could do it all? Wasn't he wise behind his ears? I don't know. I mean, the the, he, the one thing about Trey, it's kind of like same with Trubisky. You have one year starters, so there's a lot. You're, a lot of it's projecting. You're projecting. You know what he's going to be down the road. He's going to be good down the road. I really believe that. It's just people yeah. want it right now, and the Niners yeah. want it. The Niners don't yeah, just do. want it right now. The Niners need it right now. The Niners are like, you know what? We hey. should. Been, we're in our Super Bowl window, but we're not going to be there long. And yeah, this kid Go needs get two and a half years to develop, but we don't have two and a half years to develop him. That's where I go think get Lamar. Go get Lamar. But see, all right, go ahead. Makes a lot of money. That's true. They were committed. Hey, you want to win a Super Bowl contract? They want a veteran type player. Who they hey. want a rookie with a who's got a veteran like makeup? And they feel like they have that in Purdy. I bet you they're going to wind up with another guy like that. I feel it, and it's a good way to go. Until you don't want to overspend for the Jimmy Garoppolo's of the world. But I, how many quarterbacks have won Super Bowls in the rookie deal? Two: Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson, Hall of Famers. Although I don't know if Russell Wilson's going to be a Hall of Famer, but uh, really, really, really good quarterbacks. I, it, it doesn't matter what you're paying. A guy has to be really, 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 really good one way or another. One way or another. You so know, there's no question. You have to. You only win with a be top really good. guy. Yes. But 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 here's the thing. If you're built to win on a court with a quarterback with a rookie deal on a rookie deal, you can't just pivot and say, ah, now we'll take Rodgers. Ah, we'll take Lamar. Because you just so then you, all that means is you're going to get rid of. Your team. IU, they have to change. IU, your team. Yeah, change team. All right. Well, they got to prove that this this construction of a roster is actually a Super Bowl formula because what you've done is built your team backwards. You bought every, you got everything. You got the long snapper. You got the, you got everything other than the quarterback. And you're saying, okay, well, with everything, you know, these quarterbacks can succeed. You got, you got the defense, the weapons, the left tackle, the coach. You've been given everything. You can't fail. Okay, well, we'll see. Because every other team just goes for the quarterback first and then works from there. Not the geniuses of Santa Clara because you know they're ahead. They're light years. What is it about? Bay Area people thinking we're light years ahead of everyone else. It's just how we operate. I think they, lu- I I think they lucked into Purdy to, to to a degree. I mean, they 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 drafted this guy. They thought he had some skills, and he showed way more off schedule mobility. And so now okay. they feel like they got the guy, uh, and they're so tantalized by the idea of winning the Super Bowl and contending for a Super Bowl and having so the close with Purdy quarterback in the rookie it. deal. That yeah. I just think it's we're all we're measuring this so many different ways. It's this and that and arm strength and upside and no no. It's about who's ready to play right now. And Brock is, and Trey may be, and so they're all in on Brock. Jock Tavius Montford, best name I've ever heard, says Purdy <laughs> equals Romo. 
I actually always felt that pre-ACL injury, Jimmy was sort of in that mold, although he was never as good as Romo. But Romo's bigger than Purdy, slower than Purdy. Purdy's like, who did Pete, Pete Carroll compare him to Fran Tarkenton? I never saw yeah. Fran Tarkenton play. To me, but he's, I mean, he's kind of... Uh, okay, yeah. so you know who was compared to Fran Tarkenton before Purdy? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. He's kind of like, had like a poor man's Russell man. Wilson. He's not. Russell Wilson he's not has the great. The Russell is, but but he doesn't have the deep. He doesn't have the deep ball. Russell Wilson is the greatest deep ball. deep ball I've ever seen. But so I just want to see as, how far can Purdy get without a deep ball. I just want to know because I don't think I he really think has both one. Those guys know how to win. I mean, how many? The Niners are what four and sixteen or four and seventeen against Russell. Maybe. And and he yeah. did the kinds of things that he did to Seattle last year, sliding yeah. for a first down, kind of annoying everybody at the end, running out the clock. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, Dave Barclay says, "Have you ever rolled one show into another?" No, I haven't. I, th- I thought it was fun today because why? It's easier. Still support Trace. Uh, still say fire Kyle and John. Hey, respect Dave. Possibly even Jed. Yeah, fire the owner. You can- <laughs> why not? He doesn't Jed's appear to have help. a spine. <laughs> He doesn't appear to have. He's a jellyfish. Can't Trey uh, Trey get to start with all these guys? Yeah. Before look, just given how much you've put into him, wouldn't you want to just see him with the, the full complement of weapons before you trade him? Given you that, and, and, you would think, unless you're getting first. Battle Beast nineteen says Grant knows BP Sanity over if he plays this year. BP Sanity, like Lynn Sanity. Um, oh, I got. Yeah, you. I don't know. I don't know. NG49 says Trey was Jeremy, Now he's Jeremy Lynn. I, mean, I don't know. So I don't dis- know. Dude, that is well, so I, disrespectful. I, I am man. a little afraid for Brock that if he comes back and plays this year and he's not fully recovered, people write him off. Like, oh, like, hey, it's possible that he gets cleared, but there's like mental hurdles to recover and, and he won't be fully the Brock Purdy we remember until halfway through the season or 2024. And I would hope that he doesn't, that it's a very much what have you done for me lately league. So I just want to, I'm putting that out there for Brock, you know, keep get that healthy. in mind. Get healthy. Get kid. healthy and, and keep your, be your own advocate here because you're replaceable to the 49ers. As much as they say they like you, wait till they draft Jake Hayner and then they feel like they have two of you. The Cosmic Channel says Trey Lance is the future, period. Be nice if he could ever be the present. And that's on him and the Niners. Gold Rush says, Larry, thank you for not screaming your opinions. Do I scream my opinions? I'm so sorry. I will talk much quieter. I get excited. Sorry about that. That's how dare, how dare you be energetic. I'm sorry. Uh, Lance for MVP. How about Lance for, you know, let's start smaller than MVP. Wasn't he Lance like one two, of the, How about Lance for three games in a row without an injury? Let's go with that. How about seven quarters? <laughs> let's, yeah. I'm not putting that on him. Um, I, 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 is it, if you vote, if you go to Vegas and do like a futures bet on the MVP this year, is it Lance one of the. Like the odds on favorites to win the MVP this year? I don't know if he's still he's, he's one of the he's definitely one of them. Yeah, because the I mean, Vegas thinks the Niners they're are the best team in the league, no matter projecting. who their quarterback is. So it's like whoever gets the honor of And it is true. It's like it's it's a very it's a very quarterback friendly system until you get injured. So you you know, there's that. Well, I'll say this it's it's a quarterback friendly system, but you're playing with great weapons. But you're playing behind a, a line that's just pretty good, not great, by in that judging it soft. And you're also playing yeah. for a coach that is incredibly notoriously difficult on his quarterbacks and yet demands a ton Perfection. out of them. So and and is is not great at accepting blame. No. So you know you're gonna get a big portion of that. 
So it's a, it, yeah, th this is a great job, but it also comes with its own challenges. Also, his passing game is predicated on slow developing play action passes where tight ends and running backs block edge rushers. So, uh, protect yourself, buddy. Get rid of that ball. As Brock Purdy, as Brock Purdy, learned, hey, step up in the pocket and uh, throw a little quicker. Cade Carter says D'Amico and Carthon know Trey better than anyone else. If they actually saw something special in the last two years, they'd offer a second for him, no question. Yeah, I'm just saying the fact that the Texans haven't jumped at it, the fact that the Titans haven't jumped at it, the fact that the Niners are even putting him on the block, it's got to give teams pause. Like, whoa, whoa, what, what happened in Santa Clara? What are we missing? We, we liked him coming out of North Dakota State, but what the hell happened in Santa Clara? I don't know. Or, or it's just a simple deal of, hey, we want to make this deal after we see what we get in the first round, see how the ball, the you know, the thing falls. I mean, every team's got players they like. If you got a, if you got some player that you had 15th in the first round and you're at 32 and you're the Texans and he's sitting right there, you'd rather draft him. So you're not going to make the trade ahead of time. But if you don't have that player and you didn't go quarterback with your first two picks and you're coming up on 32, who knows? They all of a sudden that may look like a, you know, Lance may look very attractive. So I think it's a lot of that going on. Cool. I, look, I I would love Trey Lance to get traded to a team that believes in him and wants him because I feel like he hasn't had that yet in his career and it's too bad. I mean, you have essentially no chance to succeed unless you get in that situation. I don't care how good the team is. If the, if the roster doesn't want you there, if the, the coaches aren't committed, you're, you're screwed. So I'd love to get traded to, that, to a team that believes in him, and, but I don't know who that what that team is. And again, I keep coming back to his values all derived from 2019. Man, when, in 2019, I was a whole different person. Lots happened between them. Lots happened. NG49 says Trey was ready to play this past year. Why would that have changed? When he was playing, there was enthusiasm with fans and media because he flashed potential. Why is he all of a sudden not ready? I mean, the Niners haven't said anything, right? They just keep... What they're saying, essentially, is that, look, no disrespect to Trey. He got hurt. It set back the, the development. He still needs to improve on some things. It's just that Brock Purdy's better than Lamar Jackson. So that's we we got our franchise quarterback, and that's that's where I'm like, yo, guys, can we can we slow down, please? Can we just slow down? Slow. It all down. goes back to what Lynch said at the combine. He goes, yeah. hey, you know what? Uh, you know Trey Lance, uh, you know needs to play, but we got a team that's ready to win right now. And the implication was clear at that point. The implication was that that Trey is not ready to play right now. They have a team that's ready to win right now, and Trey's got to play. That's not a problem unless you don't think Trey can play. If you don't think Trey can play right now, that's a problem, and I think that's where they're at. They what don't I'd believe like that Trey can play right now. Right. What I'd like Otherwise, to say to the Niners, what I'd like to say to the Niners is that, guys, you guys suck at evaluating your quarterbacks in practice, and what I'd like, just know that, and give the guy a chance in the game for, like, a stretch. He hasn't even played, like, Jimmy came here, didn't have to practice, wasn't running the scout team, just learned the offense, got on the field, won five games, never had to run the scout team, never was judged on practice. Trey had to run the scout team for a year while he didn't even know who he was as a quarterback. I could see him struggling in that role. And you judged him off that, then you make him the starting quarterback anyway, and then he gets hurt, and you're like, oh, you know, it didn't work out. Like, ooh, like, you know what? I get loving Brock, although even that feels a little hasty, but while he's working his way back, Maybe, just maybe, you need to see Trey Lance in a game to see if he's a gamer. Because I feel like, Jim, you think Jimmy's a gamer. I know John Lynch. John Lynch said that to me. Jimmy's a gamer. Brock, clearly a gamer. What if Trey's a gamer? We don't know. He's played th 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 four games. And won two of them. One. They've seen Trey. a lot of them. 
So they, practice. They, sh- they should know. They should know what they have, right? Should they, shouldn't they know? They didn't the know what they had in Brock. They didn't know what they had in Brock. So, they did not they know what they had in Brock. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't play him. When Trey went down, they played Jimmy when Brock was better. They should have known that Brock was better. Brock's better than Jimmy. They played Jimmy. They should have played Brock. I question their ability to evaluate their own quarterbacks in practice. Practice isn't football. It's like a football-like substitute. Yeah, it's, it's not even the same sport. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no, there's no pass rush. There's no tackling. There's no my live thing, bullets. My whole thing with it is like, hey, look, if you, if you, you're, you're being, uh, you know, you're being very, uh, you know, clear with Trey about your feelings. Trey's telling us, hey, I just want a chance to play. It's pretty obvious if he was getting a chance to play, probably wouldn't say that. But the fact is that you know they're saying, well. You know, we'll see if he competes. I, we'll see. We're going to find out. We're they're either going to give him this chance or they're not. And if he's good enough, he'll be. Then he'll play. But I kind of wonder if you said to me, "What do they really want?" I don't think they want some gigantic, big competition. I think they've already evaluated the thing and want to go with Brock Purdy. And so I kind of think they'll wind up moving Trey to a place where he can play, um, and then going with Brock and and replacing uh, Trey in the draft. That's what I think is going to happen. I know. You I bet on think, it. You bet, you bet an entire meal. I know, you bet an entire meal on lunch. it. It takes two to tango. We'll see if that market uh, develops. Angie, sorry for skipping you. Um, Manny PSF95 says, Grant, you said BP was a franchise quarterback after the Seahawks playoff win, but now say he's a high-level backup. You're going to have to show me saying that on film. And if I did, I was tripping. Franchise quarterback? <laughs> nah. I don't think so. I said that? I don't think I said that. Man, if I said that, I was tripping. Lynch was short and sweet with you, Grant. I thought he gave a nice answer. Has <laughs> Trey's agents asked for a, a, a trade? No. Well, way to clear up that one. Good to know. I hope Trey traded and balls out. Free Trey. Balls out. Yeah. He could. That, he could. They, that's, why they got, that's why they got to get something of significance, and I think they know it. Yeah, I think they absolutely. know it. That's why they're afraid to make a trade. They don't want to make a trade and get burned. They know that he goes somewhere and becomes Mahomes. Uh, you're those, you know, you're going to look like a fool. So you got to get something that's good. Doesn't even have to be Mahomes. You win the Super Bowl. This Doesn't year. even have to be Mahomes. You trade him for a third round pick, and he ends up being a good starting quarterback. You look dumb. Yeah, yeah. Unless how about unless this? somehow Brock becomes the next great one, and you win seven right. Super Bowls. If he's you know. Joe Montana for sure. Yeah. How about them Niners? Uh, Grant Larry, uh, NFL draft buzz quarterback comparisons. Hayner. Hoyer, DTR, Josh Johnson. Oh, what? With more upside tune, Brock Purdy thoughts. I'm offended by this whole comment here. Josh Johnson with more upside? No, my comparison Hoyer, for DTR Hoyer. is Dennis Dixon. Remember Dennis Dixon before he tore his ACL? Yeah, at Oregon. We are, see, he's a few years older than us, uh, than me, and he went to San Leandro High, and like that's not that far from O'Dowd, and everyone at O'Dowd pretended like they knew him. Like, oh, Dennis Dixon, that's my cousin. Oh, yeah, that's my cousin's cousin. That's my cousin's 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 friend. So we were all, he was, he was great at baseball, too. So good. And he was, I think, the first quarterback that Chip Kelly coached at uh, Oregon, and that's when that, all that stuff took off, and then he tore his ACL. Sorry, Dennis. My only oh, question sorry. with Hainer is injuries. He's, he's been hurt a lot. I like tune quite a bit, though. and he's five eleven. Yeah, he's five eleven, six feet. But to I mean, me, he's, it's he's smaller than Brock. Street. He's yeah, smaller he than Brock, and he's not as mobile, and he's no. had injuries. He hasn't been as healthy. To me, the only reason people are excited about Jake Hayner is because of Brock Purdy. Swear to God, everyone's and like, okay, he was, he was the MVP of the Senior Bowl. He was. They said he was great down there. That's true. That's true. That that that's something to that. There is something to being good in the Senior Bowl. That's true. 
Still though. Also, that S two cognition thing. Everyone's all excited about that now. And he got like a ninety what eighth percentile or something. Ninety, yeah, ninety sixth, I think. Yeah. DTR got ninety one though. I know. I know. I mean, to me, I mean that you saw John Lynch today talking about what he likes and prospects, and he's like smart, but he's like football smart. Yeah. So in other words, you want to be rocket scientist. Well, yeah, I mean, but you not- do have to be football smart, and I feel like every player on the Niners can really talk football. Well, they they just want someone who loves playing. They don't want some guy who's just super athletic yeah. who can't doesn't not interested in playing football. Uh, doesn't want to play I football. I can see that. Kid Carter says Niners might really think might think some quarterbacks are better than they really are. Jimmy Garoppolo, but when they think they're bad, they're usually really bad. No one has ever been better after the Niners dumped them. Trey is likely just bad. Well, they haven't dumped him yet, though. To your point, kid. To your point. Give it time. Yeah, CJ Beathard hasn't hasn't burned him yet, but CJ Beathard also don't count him out either. <laughs> I'm counting him out. <laughs> I'm counting him out. Larry, what do you got going on the rest of the night? Uh, over, yeah, join join me over in the crew show. Jesse Naylor is going to be in the house tonight, Ooh. and and then later on tonight, Raj from RSF Forty ers is going to stop by. A lot of Lynch talk, a lot of Niner talk, a lot of trade talk, a lot of Trey talk, not trade talk, a lot of Ayuk uh, talk. Um, yeah, we'll get into a bunch of Niners. It's going to be good. In retrospect, it probably wasn't good that Trey's name sounds almost exactly like trade. <laughs> also, probably wasn't good that Kenny Pickett's last name is Pickett, and he's a quarterback. Come on. Kidding me? I think names matter. Anyway, thanks for watching, everyone. It was a Mondo back-to-back show. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Go tune in uh, to Larry. He'll keep it going. Larry, thank you. I'm passing the baton. Oh, sure, Payne. How dare you give me $5? Reason people are excited about Jake Hayner is the Bay. Oh, true. Is because his mom is Julie Hayner. That is so (laughs) true. Larry has been ready to rename Brock Montana since starting. Did I really call... Brock Purdy, a franchise quarterback after Seattle. Man, I, I, I remember pri- that. I, no, I was oh, man, I'm a prisoner of the moment. I, look, I might have said it. I, I hope I didn't, receipts. but I might have said it. Who's got receipts? God, man, I am such a victim of receipts. I could be on freezing cold takes every freaking day. Thank good. I think they just got like tired of dunking on me. It's too easy at this point. It's like, okay, yeah, Grant was wrong again. Larry, though, you can't get Larry. He's usually right, except about Lance getting traded on draft. <laughs> Thank you very much, everyone. <laughs> See you guys.